This book has bad words. Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the School of Love. School of Love brought to you by Morgan. the Comedy Lounge in Perth. Mm, with mm. the collective therapy. We get into all mm. kinds of things here. Very important. We learn about the two. We won't tell you what they are so you can play one of our favourite games. Oh, guess, guess that, that thing that makes relationships Work. work and then we have a round two of the four important things that will build or break that relationship maker and it's really actually quite interesting I think and I only cut Chelsea off I was going to say Chelsea only got cut off 17 to 30 times mm. by hey Chelsea no, you anyway that was a great app no <laughs> <laughs> no it was a very good app what did we, what did we chat about really we talked oh we yeah, no. Hang on, let Chelsea go. We're no, on camera. We talked about. What, what, what are you going to say? <laughs> For fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we talked about relationships, the two foundational qualities that you need for it to survive. We talked about how to build or break relationships. We talked about attachment styles, um, what works, what doesn't. We talked about childhood behaviours that ref- are reflected in adult relationships and lots of other stuff. And, and we're going to cut you off. Yeah. We have merch, 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 merch. Look at these men. <laughs> I'll take the business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crow. Ah! You shall you not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> he never did the W, <laughs> but everybody else has done the W. <laughs> Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Yes. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in right now. Yeah. Five yards podcast. Bit shorter, Delby. Oh, yeah. Are you no, going like to finish that ice cream stuff? stuff? Uh, I'm saving some for you and Chels. No, so. I already had some. Chels, do you want some more ice cream? It's not ice it's cream. Not it's ice cream. cream. Well, it it's on. raw, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. Why did you put on a voice? Because that's what you have to do that's when you introduce <laughs> raw food. Why? Because it's raw, it's vegan, it's dairy-free and gluten-free, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's really good. It's, are we uh, um, live now? Yeah. Oh, what do you shit. mean live? No, we're dead Well, now. like are we on- We're recording, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're yeah. recording. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how's things? I've, I've got to tell you, after our little- Spiritual energy one last time. I just want to bring this up because this one's going to be focused on relationships again. But before we get into that, I just want to talk about how things are feeling spiritually, energy wise. Because I've been talking about this for a couple of episodes. There's a bit of a shift going on, and I'm seeing a lot of energy people and energy healers and channelers mm-hmm. saying there's a big culmination event, December 21st, the winter solstice, the conjunction with Saturn and Jupiter. Do you know much about what's going on or are you feeling it? Because last night I had a fucking hectic night. I had crazy so, dreams last night as well. My so, daughter woke up nightmares. Uh, first time she, she doesn't wake up ever and she woke up nightmares. She got out of bed. She was sitting by the drawers like talking to herself, which is a bit creepy. Mm. Yeah, like it was uh, real fucked up. Like yeah. it was actually a re- the cats and dog were going fucking mental okay. and then randomly I had someone message me in the morning, a mutual friend of mine, asking the same if the same things happened to me and yeah. I, they did. I had nightmares that I had a daughter. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was insane. No, I had crazy nightmares at 2 a.m. Uh, one was very world-endy. Uh, one of my dreams and mm. to save it I had to kiss someone while hanging upside down like Spider-Man from between two buildings um, <laughs> it was an old friend that I have no f- flame or Chelsea. anything for <laughs> <laughs> no I said no flame or anything for <laughs> um, 
it was uh, an old mate. And then then I had a crazy nightmare um, a bit later. So I woke up about two or three and then had a a weird nightmare five or six Mm. and then got really dizzy this afternoon. Yeah, Um, and that's a symptom apparently of mm, the the upgrades. being a sick cunt. And uh, I I had a horrific headache based on my skull just – uh, for no reason, and people can go. Yeah, it's you fucking hippie, spiritual, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you conspiracy theorist, fuck. But no, this is well. I'm explain just, what it is, though. You've said to me that the this awakening a, that's happening yeah. December twenty first is upgrading our DNA. That's apparently that's what I'm. I've been reading amongst the community of healers and and channelers and whatnot. There's a huge uh, like an upgrade in in yeah DNA that is going to occur. Uh, more, more, in, more. Sorry, slowly than instantly, but it will. I got my fingers crossed for a bigger dick. Uh, it'll basically start December twenty first, <laughs> oh and the, the age DNA. of Aquarius begins. Uh, and yeah, can you actually and, explain what the age of Aquarius? Well, and like? Branchy said that. Um, and Branchy said that uh, a symptom is like of upgrading. If we are going, like, if you're a human that is upgrading. Or becoming more spiritually aware. Oh yes, you get dizziness, a headache in the basic scale, crazy dreams, mm. and I was just thinking that's the plot to Aaron Brockovich, where the waters, <laughs> where the waters poisoned and everyone oh, gets yeah. sick. So I'm like, oh, I maybe this fluoride finally <laughs> yeah. taking effect. On yeah, us. but yeah, go on, Chelsea. Tell us what you know. Okay. Do you know so, much? <laughs> Have I just sprung something on yeah, you? Yeah, no, no. I love this stuff. Astrology is an area that I love very much. So on December 21st, like you very well said, we have Saturn conjunct Jupiter. But also Saturn has been in the sign of Capricorn for the last two years. So Capricorns have had it rough because mm-hmm. Saturn is the planet of authority, decisions. Um, it's stern. It's all that kind of stuff. It's, it's China. It's it's the China of the stellar world. So Capricorn's had it rough. Anyway, so then Saturn now is moving into the sign of Aquarius. So Mm. wherever Aquarius is in your astrology birth chart, it's going to mean that either you're going to have stern changes or commitments or authority in that area, Mm. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it depends what house it's in in your chart. So... Yes, for some people that might mean upgrading in energy. For other people, it might mean like a shift sideways, Mm. you know. But I think with any change in planets, particularly ones like Saturn that is very powerful, we're going to have some sort of shift anyway. But on your dreams, your crazies, Mm. um, that's because we had a full moon in Gemini and Gemini is your chatty sign like just chaos in the head social chatty <laughs> intense yeah like the most you know it's just me yeah. <laughs> so you had it's double ADD. time on your adder yeah i had and ADDDD. yeah yeah actually not a um so yeah you were just being you'd be going off like a frog in a sock ah bro i was busy as fuck over the weekend but my dreams were yeah yeah so that would be, and that's the dizziness and like the headache and all that kind of stuff is because Gemini is the chatty brain communicating full on intense. What sign. about people with split personalities? Do they have four mm. over this? <laughs> Where it just goes. And then, Do you mean like borderline personality, yeah, BPD? Yeah. Well, they don't have, well, they have different personalities, not, what do you mean there? Wow, I don't know, I was trying to be funny. Yeah, you <laughs> I know, I saw well, that. But I saw you're a counsellor and I shouldn't make, <laughs> make fun of 
But well, I've got mates. A lot of people don't buy similar. into that sort of spiritual stuff yeah. and the planet and astrology. So stuff, what is this? What is the theory behind it? Because we are made of water, we're affected by gravitational oh, pull of moon, moon and, and planets. Yeah, well, there has been like very irregular solar activity with the sun. Very irregular. Mm. Um, in fact, I think it was two days ago there was a solar flare that. Blow, uh, blew out shortwave radio for a... No, no, not the shortwave radio. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> no one really uses it. But still, if it's strong enough to do that and it came from the backside of the, the sun, like the... The, the sun back, farted. So half of it was, yeah, <laughs> half of it was like not even, didn't even get to the uh, the earth. So mm. that was a, I think they call it a, an X, an, uh, I think an, an X-rated, or I can't an remember. Exit I think fart. there's M-rated and there's X-rated or whatever, just the same as movies. As you born. From yeah. memory, I can't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, whatever their terminologies are, but there's certain uh, mass colonial ejections that, but yeah. yeah coronal or colonial? Coronal, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus. Is colonoscopy on yeah, the col- sun. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, each planet has a certain um, energy, a certain personality because of its the energy and it vibrates so you know like mars for example is your driving planet and it's associated with aries because oh. aries is your headstrong what about for women that can't drive just keep laughing Look, just, i'll just no. do yeah, go. So drive. <laughs> mars is your driving one yeah so mars so that's is like me driven driving headstrong it's the ram sign yep. aries you know and um that's the planet associated with that sign the Each excellent sign lovers has the planet leo is the sun mm. yeah yeah i thought leo was a lion yeah but the planet associated with leo oh. is the sun oh. oh what star sign are you um cancer Oh, I so agree with that, mate. Associated. Oh, crap. <laughs> so you're you're associated with the moon. Ah, oh, that I am the moon, which is lovely because Cancerians are like they're very emotional, but they're the sign. They're like the crab, so they've got the hard shell with the squishy center, mm. and. Um, quite often Cancerians are called, referred to as moon child because they're very spiritually aware but they're also intuitive and sensitive and emotional and people, people and blah, blah, Space blah. Cadets. But they have an issue yeah. because they don't like to appear that way. Oh, so quite fucking often, you've nailed me in huh. one there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. Look, anyway. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like people understand and anyone who listens to the podcast anyway knows that I'm pretty spiritual. I don't mm. like that word spiritual. I think mm. I'm They're just using it for lack of a better word. But uh, people know that now mm. and I don't care what anyone else believes. I think December 21st is a big change, big shift mm. and for the better. That's mm. what I think and Not that's what I'm sticking with. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. I'm oh. excited for December 21st except for it's moving into my one-on-one relationship zone. So that'll either mean, oh, and in relevance for tonight, yeah. that was not on purpose. Mm. Oh. Um that it's either going to mean that it's going to be commitment because Saturn's the sign of commitment signing on the dotted line oh. or it's going to mean over Catch Red up. Rover, you know, 50-50 here. Mm. So place your bets. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, did you say bets? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you've we... piqued my attention um, and my star sign saying go all in. But you are here to discuss relationships uh, with me and Delby and uh, the wife. We'll, yeah, We're just having in. a- Oh, Steve's going to- Oh, yeah, no, I was just doing some counselling. He did some counselling for Let's us. Let's get your- you We were arguing about- yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, No, I was a mediator. Okay. I wasn't a counsellor. Let's put this- let's I was acting like a medium, not a Spiritual one, uh, mediator though. Okay, yeah. Okay, like let's let's put this said. specific. This is the we have the best arguments. Yeah. <laughs> if this is the worst argument that we've had in a while, this is pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
there was garlic <laughs> paste left in the fridge, a little bit left. And in the I bottom used, of a tube. I left. I used oh, the last bit of it. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> I know this well. And she said... What it the was fuck? it no well she said it's her garlic paste and I said no there's no her there's 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 no my money it's our money so when it comes to our food it's our food so there's but, no I in team but I but should her have, argument was hmm? she buys it all because because, to because she doesn't want to go shopping with Scotty so she makes me take Scotty out to play and and do something to distract her so I'm still doing some parenting I'm not doing nothing and she likes shopping as well she gets to go for a little should we bring her back in and have this whole convo again no. so it doesn't seem like we're talking behind her back <laughs> she's nah, so she funny yeah. Uh, yeah I just yeah she's great she's probably talking shit um, before about me but it's all good so what's your advice Delbs go on well I just said there are a few things in the house. Right. Look at you, Mr. Sentimental. Go on. <laughs> that are shared items. That's your wine as well, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. There, there, are sh- there are items in the house that are shared items. I agree. And there are items in the house that are not shared items. Mm. And also, if there's a little bit of something left, you should always check with other people in the house. Do you mind if I use this last little bit? But I went for said the first like, time. Said like a good housemate. Yeah. I said <laughs> for the first time. I was on branchy side because garlic is one of the items I consider to be hmm. a communal item. It's communal. Because if it's in a if, <laughs> if ginger or garlic is in a um, glass jar, then it's communal. However, if it was a garlic clove, that is my one clove. clove then that is a person owns that clove. <laughs> but if it's in a jar, I was like, well, look. That's got to be considered whoever's using it. I'd even go the clove is just up for grabs. But if it was just one, and then I said it might have been purchased for a specific reason, but because it's just a tube of paste, all he probably should have done is is rang and checked to see, you know, are you saving this for a specific (laughs) reason? But then the conversation would ensue. Then it drifted. I would call Steph on her work day. I'd say, Steph, I'm just making an omelette. Is it all right if I put the garlic paste in there? <laughs> do you, how do you think that? Yeah, mate. Or fuck off. We're going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, do you need this garlic for anything? Grab some on the way home. I'm going to use it. Yeah. So, and that, yeah, look, I could have communicated with her and said, I've used all the garlic. So get some yeah. more if you want. But I didn't. So that would be the one argument. But mm, I think it, garlic's communal. I and think garlic's it, communal. It's garlic. Guys, yeah. Do you really need it for a fucking yeah. meal? Yeah. Unless she, the most I annoying can. thing is the most <laughs> annoying thing I think is if I knew I had a bit of garlic left at home and I was like, oh, no, I won't buy garlic because I know I've got some and I'm going to make some garlic chicken and I get home and it's gone. That pissed me off. Yeah, but that's because you're a garlic muncher. Yeah. Correct. I am Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the whole mine, 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 mine. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So if you but there's a deeper thing there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the And then mine. we got into Nutella. Oh, yeah, Nutella. Mm. So, I- and then we got into jam and, and peanut butter so spread. We, you know when people mm. mix, so Branchy used the knife on the peanut butter so and then put it in the jam? <laughs> so, you, you no, know. I, mate, no, so bad. Because I, I, I don't have bread. I don't like, well, I try not to have too much bread. So, I'll, I'll just go in with a spoon. Whoa. Oh, a bit of- How do you eat bread with a spoon? <laughs> no, but because I-, um, I started, oh, He just I, eats jam out of the jar. Do you do that? It's weird. No, I, no. I, don't, I no. don't because I started- Because I, I love peanut butter and jam and I don't get mm. to have that anymore. I like peanut butter and Be- cheese. So, I have peanut oh, butter. No, do not. You've got to try it. Okay. Peanut butter just out of the jar. Like people, it's it's a good source of fat. It's yeah. you know, it's mm, it's vegetarian. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like my treat. Yeah. Mm. But then if you add a bit of jam to it, it's a little bit sweeter. Ooh, a bit fancy, eh? But I just I try. Like I don't. I don't honey. just mix it all in. Oh, so do you 
do you spoon a jam, spoon a peanut, put it in your mouth, and then do it again? Mm. You dirty dog. <laughs> 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 you fucking filth. You double dipper. I'm a yeah. double dipper. Steph hates it. Yeah. I don't mind a double dip if it's mine. Yeah, it is mine. Yeah. She doesn't have peanut butter. She hates peanut butter. Yeah, but what about the jam? Mm, the jam is You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, God. but that's Scotty. That's Scotty's. And Scotty puts her spoon in my mouth. Yeah. Steph very rarely has But you're has fucking with her procedures. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's coming. Oh, she is. Come on, jump on the mic. Jump on the mic. <laughs> is, we, is she going to jump I'm on, on the your mic? side, babe. You not. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I until the garlic. you're fucking with her procedures. Did you yeah. hear that when you came in? I was, remember I said garlic was a communal. And then she's nodding. I'm I'm against him for the jam and the peanut butter and the yeah. dipping. Yeah, it's all gross. Double dipping. She yeah. gets it. Yeah, like double those fucking dirty gross. job I seeker guys that are double dipping on my fucking taxpayer money. <laughs> no, right. but like, I, I don't. I, I actually agree with the double dipping. The double dipping I don't think is good, but I only do it because I think like I'm me and Scotty are the only two that have it. Mm. I have seen Steph though recently making jam sandwiches. Oh. And I'm <laughs> All right, relationship counselor, hit us up. So, what's the fucking question? Well, the question I'm is: Is there confused. a deeper meaning behind this? Horrible argument yeah. we're having. Yeah, well, this she, marriage think, defining argument. Well, she, I would say that Steph probably appreciates procedures, routine, and she probably has pe- perfectionistic qualities. Oh, yeah. So when you come in hot and double dip, mm. it fucks with her procedures. Yeah, and she her hates routines. when I change things last minute. Mm. And guys are pretty. A lot of guys are like that. They're like, mm. oh, I'm going to the pub with some mates. Because random, that's a means. Or I'm of going con- to. Go to the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a means of control because when you feel like your environment's in control, you feel secure. Mm -hmm. And when you know what's expected, then you feel secure and, you know, it's all a means of feeling secure. And, yeah, I can go on a massive spiel about that. Mm. So you guys just hit me with your questions. No, oh, let's do the reverse. You've had some fans hit up that listen to – Pod, uh, <laughs> you've had some fans <laughs> and friends hit you up that have listened to past episodes, um, which are some of our highest rating, by the way. Oh, thank yeah, you yeah, very everyone much. likes your episodes. Uh, really? I'm so surprised. I thought it was because <laughs> no. it was because me and you were great. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought they liked me and Delby, but yeah. it seems to be it's the guests. Yeah, they're, um, they're quite lengthy. My friends said. Oh, I've been oh, told that before. <laughs> very <laughs> lengthy. I've upgraded <laughs> my DNA, mate. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Um, one friend said it went long, but she. No, is, there was a couple. There well, was a couple. well, the one with you know, Erica my, went for like three hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can chat. We have laid down. It was good though. Yeah. yeah. My sister was like, "There is no way I'm listening to you bang on for two hours." And I was like, "That's fine. It's yeah. two and a half." But she can break it down. <laughs> she can break it down into half hour bits. Yeah. You know, on the drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing recently. Hey, and as well. I, I love relationships. Is my number one passion. So same. I've been in heaps. <laughs> All of zero. Yeah. The thing is, though, if if you like, if if a conversation, for example, it like goes for an hour, it goes for an hour. That's it. But if it goes for three hours, it goes three hours. I don't think rushing and and Mm. pushing it. Yeah. How long you last doesn't matter, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. It's not a. It's about how you feel together. It's about the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. I got told by. uh, Not about the situation. It's about the conversation. Oh, here we go. Very good friend of. Uh, mine and Delby, Sammy Ritchie, she said try and keep it within an hour. Mm. Um, I agree. And uh, I understand that concept, but I just don't like the idea of having a rusher. Yeah. So, so that would be too like, all right, we are going to talk about this. Yes. And that's it. Yeah, so exactly. It would sometimes 
inauthentic. Yeah. Because sometimes you hit a hot topic. Yeah. And you might, and a lot of the times, sorry, listeners, but we do take about 10 or 15 minutes to warm up yeah. and get into the good shit once we settle. Hmm. Um, they know. And then if we hit, they've, yeah. they've been here before. Yeah. They're loyal. <laughs> That's true. This will start are. getting good in a minute. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> um, when you start warming up, if you were like, oh, man, we're on a hot topic. Oh, it's been an hour. I'll catch you later. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like when you guys were on, we kept hitting new topics and we're like, fuck. Like I did feel tired, but at mm. the same time we had like good points. Yeah, we well, you hit. hit flow states. Like yeah. you just, the conversation goes and you get excited about something. And then yeah. sometimes like I definitely hit walls in some of them. Like I've had a long day at work or yeah. whatever and I start yawning and I feel like this is a guest that I actually, I feel bad that they see me yawning yeah. and shit like that. It's but too much jam and j- fucking peanut butter. I shouldn't man. fucking load up on that. <laughs> yeah. So go on. What's a, one of the questions that you've had uh, friends slash listeners ask? Yeah. You got it on your Because then I've got other questions. Mm. Mm. Um, okay, so it's in my phone. Um, so um, can you just hold on to this recept for us? Yeah. Um, oh, what wine are we drinking? Let's I drop them a plug while you're trying to yeah, find Yeah, you it. go, you go. Pile driver. Pile driver. Sounds like a sex position. It's a Shiraz from Margaret River. Fuck yeah. Oh, I don't right. even know what those words mean. but Evans and Tate. I do like Shiraz. Yeah. Sounds like a singer to me. <laughs> Jason Shiraz. Oh, Jason Mraz. Mraz, yeah. yeah. What's the difference between a Shiraz and a... Merlot? Oh. Yeah. They okay. both sound like wizards. <laughs> Merlot, Merlot sounds like fucking the guy from Sword in the Stone or the source, you know, King... What is it? Uh, Merlin. King Arthur. Yeah. Merlin. Merlin, yeah. <laughs> Merlin. And Shiraz is... Shiraz. Shiraz is like... Sounds like a, a drunk a drunk 80s woman at a party. Yeah, like, exactly. Look at Shiraz, mate. Shiraz going. Oh, my God. I've had so much fucking so wine. Not. I'm this having wa- this raw, vegan, dairy, gluten-free <laughs> dessert. It's the best. Are you too maggot? No. Because mm. you were here half an hour earlier than me. No, <laughs> no. we had our and first one when you got here. Okay, yeah. So I did have, have four good. lines of coke before. but You're just, <laughs> you just well-spirited, full moon vibes. Yeah, yeah I'm upgrading my DNA, bro. I don't know if I should. <laughs> no, actually, I won't say that. Okay. No, because now they're going to want to know what you said. I was going to say after, so if you've listened to Blumpfield's episode, after the episode, he'd maybe stay around and. Allegedly. Allegedly. um, Smoke the reefer. And it was the. It re- and Steph wasn't happy. And she was like, it's gone through the house. And oh. I was like, oh, shit. Scotty would have had a right good sleep. No wonder she couldn't sleep <laughs> Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just double. Yeah. Yeah, she's coming down off your bloody reef. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Mm. Uh, but it was lovely. It was mm. glorious. So shout out to uh, allegedly that guy. Yeah, <laughs> whose name is Bluntfield. Bluntfield. <laughs> uh, for the reefer. So, okay, so first question. There was three. Okay. Um, but we rule can, of threes, good we comedy. Can, we can do one at a time. Yep. So someone wrote in, and I'm going to put this back on to you two. Oh. Um, We're is, not, not being inconsiderate. Okay. <laughs> we just both looked at our phones. Um, yeah, I was like, cool, I'm just talking to myself That's here. All right. Cheers. So how my wife feels. So. Um, <laughs> tell me, get off your phone. I need your full attention, please. Sorry. I know I, you're multi-talented up in that head. Yeah, I just... Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, but that was my mum. She's in hospital. No, not really. <laughs> David Tuffley. Yeah, Tuffley tried to call. He's trying to call you again. Oh, hang on. It I'm just going to an emergency. No, it's not. It's for a gig. Um, I yeah, would like go. to do call-ins. I would love people to be able to call in. We talked about this the other day. We take think it off of this. Yeah, yeah, and then put their- For you. Or recorded, you know, voice notes. They can record, yeah. hi, guys, just want to know, yeah. da, 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 and then we can re- play it into the mic. Yeah. Mm. 
Or I could impersonate him like, oh my God, I just had a dairy-free No, not that, not that. (laughs) (laughs) This wine is so nice. Shabazz, what do you think of it? First question. Fuck. Okay. So one of the questions was what is required, what are the things that are required for a successful relationship that Mm. has longevity? Good question. Okay. I'll tell you the answer. No, you can just call your tits for a second. But I have the answer because no, no, I've no, been in the relax. most relationships in this room. <laughs> so <With> yourself, <laughs> okay. Um, and that's the most important relationship, right? It is. I've been in so one with myself for thirty-three it, years. What you think it is, and okay. I'll tell you what me and my wife have implemented. Over and I'll the last tell you what it actually is. Probably two or three months, <laughs> and okay, then well, you Del- tell me if that's no. You guys go. Whoa. Okay. So. Hi, what? my name's <laughs> Before the party, Chelsea's like, don't cut me off when I get in flow. <laughs> we just Welcome to the Yarns podcast. <laughs> All right, Chelsea. Okay. What so requires longevity? Cameron. Mm, yes. What do you think are the two qualities <clears throat> that are required in a relationship that, you know, has longevity? Understanding uh, and empathy. That wrong. Bow, bow. Oh. No, okay. Oh. If you get if you get one right, I'm gonna go ping. Okay, wait, wait. But if you get it wrong, I'm just gonna go bump bow until you get one of them. Now, of course, everything that you're oh, going to say Guess is important. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you got the music? Oh, I, I probably do somewhere. We can do a part two of Australia's greatest game show. hundred percent. Guess that, that relationship relationship emotion. <laughs> I would say communication. Is very open communication. Yes, but you cannot communicate if you don't have these qualities. Oh. Um, So, does honesty fall under communication? No. So, honesty? Yes, but in order to be honest, you have to have this quality. Well, you have to uh, love yourself first. You have to be able to – you have to know who you are first. You have to be okay with yourself before you can love someone else. Definitely, but that's a different topic. So, right. Don't tell us So, in a relationship, no, I won't. We're playing the game. Yeah. Um, Cameron, get off your phone. He's he's playing um, a song. So, the last potty we did with Matt and Cam, (laughs) he created a game show for us. It was called um, Guess That Movie or something. That's right. Yeah, Guess That Movie. And he was like, this is Australia's favourite game show. Guess That Movie. Mm. And then the theme music come on, but it's the most horrible music you've ever heard. Yeah. So, welcome to Australia's favourite game show. Guess that relationship quality. Uh-oh. That's not it. Oh, you stupid flop, fuck. Mate, that was that so was disappointing. Yeah. You don't say you stupid fuck. I don't know what happened. Oh, mate, sorry. You are dropping bombs tonight. Do you want to tell the listeners? Are, you on, uh, are we on tonight? your podcast or you're my podcast? <laughs> Do you want to? Hey, um, you will fit into my norms, okay? And if <laughs> I want to call them a stupid fuck, how I about will. we tell the listeners? Guess what call me? that quality. <laughs> Relationships. Da, 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 da. That is so good. Yeah. Oh, welcome to Australia's favourite game show. Guess that quality. And so far, listeners, we've had the wrong answers. We've had communication, empathy, understanding. We don't need them. So they're all wrong. Well, okay, they're all. We don't need them. Okay, I'm looking Fuck them for. Off. I'm looking for the two foundational qualities that, without these, there is n- absolutely no chance oh. that you can have a relationship. In fact, if you have one of them, I have seen relationships rise out of the ashes of having fifty percent. Mm. I have only seen maybe 
two relationships that have repaired after these two foundational qualities have been broken. And there are specific skills and things to do in order to build them back up. If you break them both, you're pretty fat, but you can get it back. Well, let's go one for one. So they are foundational. So is love, are we considering that? No, because arranged marriages still happen and still work. Mm, Okay, that. That would change my answer. Yeah, because desire would fall. I was, on. Yeah, I was going to say lust, but I probably will. I will say then. Um, you would say lust. Uh, that's really interesting. Actually, can we talk about lust and desire later? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause um, that's a really hard. I was going to say lust because I didn't think that was one, but maybe, maybe. Uh, no, okay, I'll go with. Um, uh, I'll go with excitement. <laughs> Is that a come on, mate? Bow, bow. Like I don't know. Like, Who's excited what, so to get not, an arranged marriage? Not, okay, so not I'm going to help you guys. You're um, going to help you guys respect. out here. So, um, you cannot have excitement in a relationship if you don't have this quality and a girl with big tits. Oh. For fuck sake! <laughs> <laughs> now nah, respect. Yeah, well done. Ping. Bang. Okay, respect. So, of course, Always if you don't respect your partner. Okay, so I don't care about that one. What's the on. next one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, elaborate. Okay, because yeah. if you don't respect your partner, you're going to criticise, you're going to be defensive, you're going to have a lot of contempt, you're going to ignore, you're going to turn away, you're going to eye roll, shake your head, and all those things destroy relationships. But there's another quality that is also pivotal. And you have to have. Now, remember, these two qualities are not just for intimate relationships. They're also for relationships across the board. You're not allowed to answer the next one because you're too smart. Okay. Well, I told you I'd know because I've been in the most relationships. But I can see his eyeballs going nuts (laughs) up in there. That was all the coke we did before. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. And I know you'll get it. Okay. You will. Okay, so respect. Yeah. Think of all the all of our. Actually, I won't even say. Do you it. know? It's a slur. Do you know? No, actually? no, no. Well, give, just say it then. No, I don't know. I was just saying. Okay, we'll give it a crack. I'm thinking about arranged marriages. So the other factor would have to be uh, in a faith that disrespects women. For the for the other one. What? <laughs> what? She said the quality. Yeah. Arranged marriages is yeah. all about ownership of women. And if you're no, saying it no, works- No, no, it's not. Not always. No, no, no. What, you think that, it's about ownership of men? Shit. No, okay. So, arranged marriages happen and they and sometimes they still work. And that's yeah. because they have respect and this other quality that is built over time. And they Trust. they learn to, they learn to oh, love. Oh, there it is. You mother- well, were we playing the no. game or were we and playing? That's <laughs> oh, to win, okay? round one of guess that quality. <laughs> respect and trust, respect and trust, respect and trust is an absolute must for relationships. Oh, what a great So game why show. trust? I wasn't ready for that tonight, Delby, but that's was good. We'll keep that. You weren't ready for respect and trust? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Because no, definitely. It, this is a relationships across the board. They are the utmost foundational qualities. You will not have a friendship, mm. a intimate relationship, a you know, father-daughter, like a parent relationship. Any relationship you will not have, even with your animals, your pets and stuff, if you don't have and don't build on trust and respect. Trust now. in in what regard? Trust as in like faithfulness? Trust in- Trust, trust that you have their back and that you're going to be there, mm. right? Okay. So, yes. Trust is like, um, are they? Ex- can I trust that you're accessible to me? Can I trust that 
Um, you're reliable to me. Can I trust that you'll engage with me? Can I trust that you're going to be there for me? Because this goes along the lines of connection and bonding and attachment. That's extremely like the utmost requirement in relationships. And that comes from childhood development, because if you don't learn how to attach to someone, create a connection um, and the means of bonding, Mm. then you can't be vulnerable. And when you can't be vulnerable in relationship, you can't open your heart. And when you can't open your heart, you're unaccessible. Mm. And when you're unaccessible, you can't be trusted. And when you can't be trusted, you're fucked. No, Um, it's difficult to be in a relationship with, that has longevity if you can't trust someone. But that's a whole other story. So which one did you say is the hardest one when they break it? Trust is the hardest? Surely not. It has to be respect. Well, it depends on the individual. Because people cheat all the time and that's trust, but it's not respect. But also it is disrespect. Um, Relationships can bounce back off either being broken. Um, Oh, were you saying when they were both broken, it's really hard to- It's difficult, but I have seen it happen. I have seen it happen. Um, Who was that? Donald Trump and a Melania? <laughs> 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 no, nah, they're on the way out anyway. <laughs> but there are – so when either trust or respect respect is broken, there are four things that you must do in order to build it back. But these four things, if you don't do, it also breaks the relationship. Should we play so round two? So let's play yeah. round two. Oh, oh, wait a yeah. second. Okay. <laughs> what, okay. What, what are we guessing though? Uh, four you things. To, not these are qualities as well. So four these, things you have to do to win back trust and respect if they're broken. Okay. So. No, no. But the, okay, let's just call them the builders and the breakers of trust and respect. What are they? The Fuck, that's a long name. Okay. <laughs> Just the builders and breakers, you can yeah. do it. Here builders, breakers and relationship makers. Welcome to Australia's favourite game show. Guess <laughs> the builders and breakers of every relationship and how they can be rebuilt. That's close, but no cigar. <laughs> builders and breakers of relationship makers. No fakers. See, you're a good rapper. I, I think we could see like in, in the um, it's good rhyming. He's good rhyming, but he, I think we can see it's his through the social content that I'm undoubtedly all of our listeners watch. Oh yeah, Charles hasn't I'm, seen it. I'm the best rapper. You're actually of, not bad, man. Of, <laughs> of Wait till we'll show you a bit later. Um, so, the builders and breakers of respect so and these trust. Four things build trust and respect, mm-hmm. but. If you don't actively engage and do them, they will break down trust and respect. Have we already named a few? Uh, I don't. Like so these, communication. These are the builders and breakers. No. So the builders. Are these actions or are these feelings? Um, so four builders and four breakers. No, no, four total. Four total. So two break. Builders and two breakers. No, they just no, no. they will build or break. Oh, yes. so if you oh, if you actively you do, they're these. bisexual ones. <laughs> <laughs> <If> you, <laughs> <laughs> they're like Lego. They're the bricks. They the Lego brick way? connectors. That they go, go which both. way? Yeah, they go which way. So if you do these, we've, have we got it? Have we? Yeah, yeah we, we get, get it. There's bisexual answers. Yes. Okay, so go on. <laughs> oh, do I, uh, you want me to guess? Yes. Okay, what, we'll go what, one for one. Um, and we don't want dead air as well. Yeah, so what builds... Um, builds or breaks trust. Builds or breaks trust, I guess. Uh, Trans- faithfulness. Has he used faithfulness but the wrong word to describe it? I'm just trying to... In what way? So f- being faithful is being... Yes, that is one, but it's it's a different word, but being faithful Truthful, is, I guess, maybe. Yep, keep yeah. going. So if you are faithful and you are truthful, mm. but 
Do you mean verbally or physically? Mm, probably. Can it? Can you be both? I guess. Like. Do you mean like honest? Honest. Be present. Like, okay, like so physically honest. There. Honesty is one. Yeah, let's. So honesty is one. Honesty. Ching, ping. Who's hey, doing let's the ding? Let's, let's not get racist here. No, it's. You just said the guy. Oh wait, you literally just named the person that put that meme up you from the Chinese government. She I said, said Ching Ping, and I said ding. Okay. So I've gone against the Italians. <laughs> Jeez, we're a bunch of oh, racists. Here we go. Right. Honesty. honesty. And is it like a? So honesty means though, I will give you positive and negative feedback. Yeah. It's not all about rainbows, fairies, and butterflies. You've oh, got yeah. to give them the hard yarns. Yeah, boy. We just found a third <laughs> meaning for our podcast. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't, you're not being um, transparent, and transparency to, is very important. But that ain't one. So just calm down. All parents, not just transparent. Okay. <laughs> We're not transphobic. By parents. By well. parents. Yeah, we should all right. Go so down honesty, um, we've already got respect and. Uh, and no, trust. no, no. So, these are the bi- so okay. So, honesty. Yeah, obviously, build 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 respect and build what else would break respect? Um, if I was, hmm, uh, what's another way to be disrespectful to somebody? It's like to what is like okay. I'll acknowledge give you an example. Hey, Delves, how you going? Good, thanks, mate. You don't play. Oh, I thought we were role playing. <laughs> no, we can. Okay. Um, hey, Delves. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Hi, Delves. How are you going? Um, just letting you know I'll see you down at the pub at about five o'clock tonight and we'll uh, have a drink. Yeah, following through on your actions. Following so through. So, call me at – you call me at like five – yeah, okay. So, five to five. Hey, Charles. Hey, hey, Delves. Sorry, I'm not going to make it tonight. I know it's five to five, but I just can't be there. You fucking let me down, man. I'm so dis- – I feel disrespected and un- you're untrustworthy. We're breaking up. I fucking hate you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's so like So you have to be What's the word? Um, reliable Well done Ping Boom So reliability Reliability yeah. Ooh, do, Which I means can, I can be unreliable Can I say Which means yeah. Do what you say Oh, yes. we need Steph in for this Because she just p- pulled me up on this The yep. other yeah. day Can I come up with a rhyme For you to remember? Mm. Re- be reliability Not a liability <laughs> Bang so what, say that to Steph? No, I'm saying it to you. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a great Because okay. reliability- Show reliability. Don't be a liability. No, I have to say, I have to say, and that in my office, in my room, whatever, relationships, I have, I do see that mm. more often is that the the male or the yang energy, mm-hmm. no matter what the shell- Very racist is- tonight. We got <laughs> ping, ching and yang. And ding. <laughs> no, yeah. mate, yang means yeah, I know. the masculine, no matter the shell. So sometimes you get like, you know, whatever. Anyway, so the- um, I've seen the yang energy or the male be more unreliable than but, the yin energy or the female. But is yin energy just female or as a man, I have yin and yang yeah, energy? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm Do saying, think, regardless yeah, so of the shell. I, so I find that, I agree like with that completely. I hated, that was one of my biggest disappointments in anything close I've had to a relationship is that it's not even reliability. It's just being let down when you when you yeah. want someone to be there. You are and incredibly reliable. Thanks, you, babe. You pick up all my little ironing boards, <laughs> baskets, okay, irons. Very good like that. Fucking He's so reliable. It's your it's your best quality. Oh, Why thanks. not? I didn't know that. So yeah, for that sure. is actually when down. you say you're going to do I'm something, you're doing it. Thanks, yeah. guys. Like that. Um, well, I, I just learned something about myself. Even <laughs> when you're hungover as fuck, you come in for podcasts. Yeah. You do yeah, which yeah. Dave Hughes reckons is the best version of myself. See, because I'm a very 
in the moment and things come to me um, and I just go with them. Sometimes yeah. it means I forget something that I was going to do. Now, Steph might find that as unreliable because I'll go, fuck, I forgot to go pick up something from the shop that I said I would or I forgot to do this or I forgot to do that even though I said I was going to do like it. Like the garlic. Is that is that uh, an issue? Yes, is that something- because you're breaking down trust because she doesn't trust that you're going to be there when you say you're going to be there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she doesn't trust that you're going to do what you say which is incredibly frustrating mm. and over time that deteriorates trust. And would you so say- So next one. So is no, that definitely no? more of a male thing or is it both ways? A male or- I feel like yang- it's almost- <laughs> A lot of my mates would, would say they're going to do something or be there and then the missus will call, where are you? Or like, oh, you said you were going to look after the kids and now you're on the piss. Like, that sort of I'm not. Sort of I don't do that. My, mine's more like just tasks here and there. That's why you got your like, calendar oh, on your I phone. need you to pay the, the, the speeding fine today yeah. um, and I'll be like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it and, and I'll forget yeah. that sort of stuff. And then, yeah. So mm. how, one, yeah, we've established that that is an issue. No. Okay. So reliability. How can I- Fix that, me. How can, can I come up with schedules? Can I come up with prioritizing things? Can I manage my time better? Can yeah. I can I All tell you how I become so reliable? Apparently, guys, how <laughs> I set notes and reminders mm. on my calendar, and in my notes, I'll, I'll add a timer to it. I do do that sort mm. of stuff, but there's sometimes. But- do you get lazy? Yeah, but you have to do it straight away. Yeah. Otherwise, you forget. It's like waking up for the alarm, isn't it? Because there's nothing worse than going, fuck, I know there's something I have to do. I know there's something I have to do. No, nah, I can't remember. So, you just and do it. it. You yeah, I have down. to do it straight away. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so- Okay, good idea. You want so, to, I'll start doing that. Yeah, if you want to build reliability, it's about being um, responsible and accountable and organised. Yeah. So uh, get a diary, and th- and they're the three things that you know. Generally speaking, very generally speaking, that males do can fall down to. Mm. So, well, the other rule I, I learned off Mush the other day, mm. and it was a more of a procrastination technique. Mm. You count to five if you need to do something. Count to five, and, and before do- before you get to five, you, you do it. Yeah. So if you need to remember something, that's Mel Robbins. Just go one, two, three, four, five, and then write it down. That's the Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. Mel Very Yang. Mel Robbins. Oh. She's a motivational mm. speaker. Mm. She's an entrepreneur. She's like mm. fucking big business mm. woman, yeah. and she's uh, she come up with a a system. I think it was countdown from five, and you do it. Mm. Um, five seconds to live or something like that. I think mm. she, oh, she wrote a book or something. I can't remember. Mm. Um, yeah, she she's. Big on that. So mm. if you want to do something, count down from five and you'll do it. Mm. So maybe that's probably where he's Yeah, I think so. That. Yeah. Yeah. that would be because you're building focus. Because when you count down from five, you're just slowing down other thoughts that are going through your brain. So you're just building focus on that one task. Yeah. yeah. She did she does explain there's a there's a mind trick to it. I can't mm. remember yeah. what it is, but there is a mind trick. Do you reckon I it. should do some in, in, in motivational speaking, bro? Maybe. <laughs> I think I, you've got enough every, on your plate. No, but that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I fucking just, if I want to do something, I just do it, man. And so this is and what I said don't. to Steph the other day. It's also day. part of your personality and I'd love to one, yeah. one of the podcasts do like personality types because I've studied the Enneagram and it's brilliant and yeah. you're a seven and my dad's and, an eight. He and, told me that last time. Yeah, yeah and this isn't perfectly. about boxing personalities. Um, it's about being able to identify personalities, know how to relate to them and know how to understand and all that mm. kind of stuff. But sevens are particularly fast-minded. They're quite often, um, you know, they're your enthusiastic personalities. They're doing five things at once. They multitask like an absolute boss and that, mm. is, that is you. Well, and that's so- what Steph said <laughs> is annoying her about me 
of late is that I'm trying to do so many things and it, she's – um, well, I've always said that about you know. as well. Your other wife, me. Where <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you take on too much or you need to get an offsider. Oh, yeah. Well, that's with work, but yeah. she means like life paths. She's like, yeah. even like the other day when I started, when I did it, trying trying to do some stand-up with Delby and stuff, she's like, oh, well, you want to be a stand-up comedian now. Like, that's another thing you want to do. Yeah, yeah. You're just adding. You keep adding to the things. And I'm like, I just mm. like trying different things. Yeah, yeah. You, you're learning And that, frust- that frustrates her because she doesn't know where – I'm going. Well, look, you're so different to Steph, and that's good. Why you, would you be able to date you? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. oh, I, and, that and was. That, I said it in my vows. We I are would. opposite, no. and yeah. I, I think we need that. It's a perfect. Yeah, because it's when you have She's two, my yin yang. yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you have two counter counterpoint personalities or counter personalities, you create a whole. If you've got two of the same one, you've got two of the same one, and you're not actually, mm. you know, you're not a whole. You're. A, you're and does it never work if people are two the same or um, you'll figure out a way? Uh, well, what ends up happening when you have two of the same personalities is you don't become a power couple. You don't grow. You don't achieve as much. <clears throat> it can be quite comforting because you mm. like the same things. That's weird because you would have thought if you, you don't like the same challenge things, you each other it. and yeah. you build in the dark times. You You're don't f- build in the light times. The light times are the reward of the relationship. Do you also yeah. reflect each other's poor qualities and that it sort of amplifies it to yourself if you know what I mean like a if you're too similar it's a mirror yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, mirror. that's why people don't like dating other people because they reflect all the shit they hate in themselves yeah yes. so that's a, that's another track we can go down but I dated a personality that was I'm a four personality and I dated another four and come on mate you're more of a ten got to <laughs> 11 oh, um, got to oh. the <laughs> humble <laughs> got to the point where um, it was just it, it. It can become a bit same, same. Become a bit boring. It's not challenging. It doesn't grow as fast. It's you know. Anyway, yeah. it, it can just become a bit like that. But we have gone off track. So right. we've done two. So, we've so got, we've honesty, got open, open, honest feedback, both negative and positive. We've reliable. got reliability. Do what you say. Yep. Now what else? There's what else? two more. Or break or build respect. Yeah. Oh, well, and trust. actually, actually can we were we just, just going down one road that's relevant. About being different. Yeah. That's important. To support each other or show each other, like acknowledge your, is it acknowledgement? Like Acceptance. Yeah. So yeah. accept oh. your differences. Okay, cool. Because, oh, accept differences? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yep, you got to yep. be like, oh, that's cool. Well, like the last time you were on when we spoke about love languages, mm. if you accept- I used, I used them and we've massively- Grown, yeah, yeah that's fantastic. Using some of that sort of stuff, but acceptance is about who. It's not about what trying you, to change what it. you do is okay. It's about who you are is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I'm not here to change you. I love you unconditionally. There's parts of you that that's the nice thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've only met like four or five times. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, cute. Yeah. That's pretty, um, pretty quick. You know, like you can say things like, you know, there's part. Oh, sorry. Well, and a lot of women, I hate to stereotype, but a lot of women they find a project. And I used to. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, you I, yeah, yeah. They can be your fixer, fixer personality. Yeah. Oh, you're pointing at yourself. <laughs> um, I thought you were like you cut classic. me off, your dog. <laughs> no, your dog. You're pointing like going. You cut me off. I was going to say oh, that. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say with the um, 
the acceptance thing of not trying to change them, accepting them for who they are, mm-hmm. that must be more of a yin energy, if I'm not mistaken, because mm. how often do you hear or do you find when the girls are with a guy and they just try to fucking change who their friends are, change what they do, change their habits? Like, yeah, there are some positives to it, but if you're with a guy... Why are you trying to change it? You want to marry someone that they're not, man. You want to try to change them to become that person to fit your fucking mould. I will explain this to you because this is one of the questions was um, why do I keep falling in the trap of being with the same kind of personality? Mm. And this is because quite often people will date a personality type in order to change the ending. And that relates to their childhood. So, for example, if you have an absent father, then you can sometimes be attracted to men that aren't completely present and committed to you in effort to change the ending to the story, to Uh, prove to yourself, oh, men do love me, or they will be there for me. And it's a very subconscious thing and that's why I love hypnotherapy because it accesses that space of subconscious that drives lots of our lives. But... That's one pattern that a lot of people mm. fall into is dating the same destructive. And have you said that to a chick and were like, listen, dude, you're trying to fix something that f- fucked you up, like obviously in professional terms, right? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to fix something that fucked you up in the past is not going to change. You need to find someone that's going to give you that without having to change it. Would they go and do that then or would they still be like, oh, no, yeah. I'm going to change them? No. Or is it like a big, you see that light bulb moment? Yeah, because they almost like get that like, throw up feeling in your mouth like oh my god that's so true he all these personalities are like parts of my dad that I wish I had and I would have loved to have changed about him that I couldn't that if I learn if I prove to myself that I could change that quality in a man then it's it's um an accolade to myself right Mm. and so does that mean I need to be with a woman that hates me because my mum hell loved me in that What? I think every mum Like my mum really loved me, so am I trying to find a woman that- No, because that's the positive. You don't fucking- Oh, God. And also- That fills that that, hole, you know? No, no, because remember in one of the podcasts I was saying- Francie just got it, yeah. The brain brain likes what's familiar and hates what's unfamiliar. Yeah. And that's about- That's a survival um, attraction that you are attracted to what's familiar. It's like the better better the devil you know than the devil you don't kind of vibe. So- no, you would be attracted to women that right. are loving because your mum was loving. Okay. And you would be attract you wouldn't be able to survive in a relationship that wasn't close and connected. Correct. Because you are close and connected to your mum. So no, it's it's the opposite. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. So that, that goes along with um the acceptance. I used to think well, I was trying to do a bit about it and I don't know if I've told you this before, but it ended up being a different joke to what I was trying because I said to my students, I go, they were like, How did you get go? So I go, Oh no, not bad. I had this idea. And these guys are year 11s, right? Mm. So I said, oh, I had this idea where if a guy meets a girl, he would be like, oh, man, she's pretty hot. She's pretty cool. I'd love to go out there, yeah? But if a girl meets a guy, they're like, oh, yeah, I really like him. Once I change him, he's got potential. Huh. That's what they'll say. He's got potential once I change a few things about him. I think – I don't think so. I Well, that's sad for women because that means that they're setting themselves up for, for projects and for change. And I would say to you that – Girl, I would say, well, Steph had why a project. do you, 
Mm-hmm. Why do you need to change someone? What does that What does that yeah. give you? What's your gain? Well, I said that to the kids. But I I've go, had a lot of projects. Yeah. You know? Correct. My yeah, what, what sort of projects are, like are we talking? Because Steph hardcore. really hated my clothes. <laughs> yeah. So that's not me. Yeah, so that it was a person a I used to minor. see. Yeah. That is nothing to change. But that's, It was good though. I love, I've helped change my style for the, in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah I you used, have actually. Yeah. Yeah. For the better, eh? Yeah, for the better, yeah. eh? Yeah, because did we wear very similar Death by Zero? and Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Death by Zero. I could never afford it. I'd always get Addo's hand-me-downs. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I used to love the old Death by Zero. Yeah. Get alive, buy yeah. myself a $90 T-shirt. Death by Zero pulls, bro. Yeah. You, would, you guys would fit in down in Denmark, you two would. You'd have to bring your old uh, gangster clothes down oh, with you. Fubo and Dada. Actually, do you know what? Oh, I wore literally. Von Zipper. Dada, I had like seven Von Zipper shirts Jeez. for like seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, a new one. Jeez. So funny. Well, okay, so well the thing was, I said, I said to the, the students, I go, oh, what do you think of this as a premise? And then the year 11 girl goes, hmm, yeah, I think it could be funny, like maybe for people your age, more middle-aged. <laughs> she goes, if people your age, maybe they'll find it funny, more middle-aged people. Well, she called you middle-aged. Yeah. Nice. I fell off my chair, old. bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, that hurt. And then, we're like, then one of the smarter kids was like, he's going to use that bit as the joke. I was like, yeah. You have, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Don't you love the innocence of kids? I'm okay. Okay. That's it's good, nice. Delby. It is good. I well appreciate the offer it. of your raw trait. Just trying to be respectful. Oh, yes. um, so um, what okay, have we got? So you've got one left. Acceptance. So let's go through. So you, it is reliability. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what I say because yep. the opposite of if you don't do what you say, you break. And Trust the one question is- I was going to ask about that, sorry to keep stopping a bit going through it, does it matter how long it takes? Because Mm. so I I'm of the I do do what I say I do it a lot. People stop doubting me these days because I said I was going to build a business and these sorts of things, and they laughed at the beginning. Now I do them, but when I say these little things to Steph, she still goes like, "Uh, "Are you going to do it?" Because you're doing so much other shit. Like she does, but I do end up doing it. But it might be two or three days later. For example, oh, are you going to mow the lawn? Change yeah, your yeah, I'll mow the lawn. Okay, well then you need to specify. So I would, I would recommend that you say, yeah, I will mow the lawn, but look, I've got X, Y, Z on. Can I do it in three days? And that comes so out that's, of communication. Yeah. Okay. So that's smart the, goal. The other, that's the other component. Specific, measurable. That's the final one. The fourth the time frame. Com- the what? No. The communication is that the final one? No. No. So well. It is a it is a part of communication. It's a way of communicating. So <clears throat> they've got reliability. Do what you say, mm-hmm. and then there is also something else that's to do with communication. Then we've got accept. I accept who you are. I accept your differences. I love you unconditionally. Who you are is okay. That's the that's the heart space softness that needs to come mm-hmm. because when you feel okay to be authentically yourself, whether that's good or bad, that's very safe and you want to feel safe in relationships and you need to be able to feel vulnerable and okay with that. And the last one is honest communication both negative and positive so it's almost like a feedback thing mm. like hi babe today it really hurt me that you did this mm. or hey I, re- I really appreciate that it's you hard hearing those those conversations are tough sometimes but they're great they grow you yeah, feel it's really hard to hear when i'm feel- hiding out the side window because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's look there's a lot of people the- that struggle in in relationships and i like because they don't like the space of vulnerability, we, we should go down that track next because it's it's 
it's the fundamental thing. But anyway, so, so the, there's, the there's one that you're missing. So it's to do with communication. Yeah. Do you want me to just say it? Yeah, yeah. Or Aunt Delby, you have an idea? Um, If it's to do with communication, uh, be not open about how you feel at that point in time. Yep, perfect. Well done. Fucking. So that means Delby got all Congratulations (laughs) to Daniel Delby for winning the game. Guess that relationship relationship builder builder or breaker. 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 And the relationship maker. (laughs) Feedback. Reliability, acceptance too. I am the whitest dancer in the but world. I've watched those those shorts. Yeah. And I really am white. You're a very white dancer. I'm very white. And a very white rapper. But we, too. We, <laughs> yeah. we don't know the word yet, guys. It's called congruence. Congruence. I watched that congruent transfer so on ABC. Con- con- I feel like that. Congruence <laughs> is. Um, Might no- be that. Um, congruence means that you say what you mean. So mm. it goes like this. I'm going to – I do what I say. I say what I mean. Yeah. I accept who you are and who you are is okay and I'm going to tell you how I feel, both negative and positive. Some people get – So mixed. you know what you're getting, basically. So you know what you're getting. And those four things build trust and respect and so, they're, the, they're the foundational So quality. you're saying congruence is say what you mean. So when girls go, I'm fine yeah. and they're not fine. They're not fine. Yeah. That's an attention-seeking behaviour. Oh, good. Can't wait to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, attention-seeking, are we? (laughs) Why? Because you want the guy to work it out or come groveling or? Because either you don't have the courage to admit how you really feel or you you don't feel like being vulnerable or you don't feel safe to be vulnerable. I thought it was a power play. To say how you really feel or... It, you're being attention-seeking and it's a power play. But if you're not congruent and you don't say how you really feel in the moment, you're going to break down that trust because mm. the person that you're with is going to be like, well, you're not telling me how you really feel. So now I feel unsafe because I feel like I'm dancing on eggshells around you because I don't know where I fit. Mm. I don't feel secure. And that's a bonding attachment thing and that comes from childhood. And, and that's friendships as well, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's for all relationships. I definitely have that with with some mates where like, you know, just those friends that are like, you know that you don't really fit. There's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you kind of act like your mates, but you know, you feel like you've either done something to piss them off or there's some underlying thing yeah, yeah, so where so they're not is, being up front. Like me and Delby. So this is the, <laughs> other, um, this is the other question that um, now John Pinder I get actually, asked. I don't like him. <laughs> I get asked. Sorry. No, you're right. You're right. Um, that I get asked quite a lot is... Um, my boyfriend shuts down a lot. I don't know how to stop dating a computer, mate. And (laughs) fuck. And the second one is often the the man can say this, or the more young energy will say, um, like she just won't shut up, or you know she's always at me and and prodding me for an answer, and you know like so in that instance, one is the there's three attachment types generally, and. One is the avoider, the shutdown, yeah. the mm. number, the escaper. That's not me. Which is all encapsulated in the avoidance. We should call it the FIFO worker because they do <laughs> shut down and they leave. So we've got the FIFO. <laughs> the, yep. the FIFO, um, which is called the avoidant. And then the other one is the anxious type. So that's when they feel insecure with within their attachment. They become anxious, heightened, angry. Um, you know, fearful, sweaty. Are you talking about stand-up comic or the junkie? And then the are we talking about like in a, in regards to having an argument? So if you're in an argument, you, so one person will eventually style. just shut down and go right. This is done. 
I'm not talking anymore. One person will be, I need to resolve it. Is that what you're saying? Definitely. And that is exactly what I'm saying. But also your attachment style is built in childhood. And so, for example, the story that you tell yourself about love and how you feel with another person and in a space where you're reliant on someone else to make you feel secure Mm -hmm. is formed in childhood and so that's why we have a lot of children these days that are coming through that have a lot of issues is because the parents um wow where's he going he's just going he's going for weebies um The parents are very busy these days. They're very distracted. They don't have the means to be able to connect as well as the child requires. And so the child will form a coping mechanism and that might be, you know, that they become anxious and attention-seeking. They start up, you know, tantrums or rebellious attitudes or they start to get stressed. It could be that they shut down, they go into their room, they avoid. And they what causes that, did you say, sorry? When a child doesn't feel secure with their attachment. Mm. So they build this – because you said where does attachment styles come from yeah. when they play out and show up in relationships as adults. And I was saying that they are formed in childhood. So if you're an avoidant, you – probably use the coping mechanism when you were younger of shutting down and retreating, you know, going in, relying on yourself because you believe that your attachment style will let you down. Mm -hmm. So you have that fear of vulnerability. And then the the other means is that sometimes children will turn to other children for their attachment style. And then, of course, then you get children parenting children or children attaching to other children and then they form that very unsafe mm. or undeveloped attachment. So you see that in poor areas like where where I'm at, where you're teaching and that. Yeah. Mm. Families. But would you say before you do the third one that um, technology has a massive part to play in that anxious and the parent not being connected and distracted? Because iPhone is a babysitter now. Absolutely. They're, I always say that parents that – and this, you know, parents that give their children phones at a young age is like giving your child a crack pipe to be crass because, mm. you know, whether you're a shopping addict, a work addict, a sex addict, a porn addict, a gambling addict, alcoholic, drugs or technology addict, they are all the same intensity. They are all a means of escapism, of numbing, of avoiding, you know. And so when you give a child a device that is addictive, they don't have the coping skills or the responsibility skills to be able to shut off and shut down and go, no, that's enough. Or I'm getting very reliant on that source. I need to stop. You know, adults can go, okay, Mm. I'm feeling a little bit drunk. I need to stop. Okay, I'm a little bit high, you know, or whatever. They have that means of regulation. Children don't have the means of regulation. instead of iPhones, we should just give our kids crack. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying it's as as irresponsible as giving your children drugs because you're giving them an addictive source without the means of regulation, which means that when they get stressed, when they get insecure, when they feel anxious, whatever, angry, they want that phone Mm. of escapism. And then obviously – Oh, no, not obviously. Of course, that manifests into addictive escapism behaviours. And then as adults, what do you think that's going to 
yeah. manifest into. It's we're, gonna We're pretty you know. good with Scotty with the iPad. Probably as bad as it sounds, not through our own actions. She just didn't really enjoy the iPad or iPhone at all. Because she, she wants does, a Google Pixel, she, mate. She started to like to hold onto the phone and and do the filters on Snapchat or something. Hmm. I Listen to how old you sound. The filters on the Snapchat on the, or something. On the Snapchat. <laughs> no, mate, uh, down she, in Denmark they still she, use landlines. And she's sort wow. of. She's sort of. Uh, she's gotten onto that a bit. And then YouTube Kids. She's began. She's probably. She's just turned three, so she's mm. just sort of started using it a little mm. bit. But it's it's very like maybe fifteen twenty minutes. Mm. It's okay if day. it's monitored and it's limited. What you. What I would suggest is is beneficial is to explain to her why you are limiting her, why you are monitoring her. She not doesn't from, quite. Not from a point of because you're going to turn yet. into an addict and yeah. da, 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 not like that, but I, just. I get that, but she's three and she doesn't mm-hmm. quite. Well, if you can't do it, you bring in a Telstra app yeah, and go, what, what you need is yeah. a $20 a month. She plan. doesn't quite get what we're saying yet. She does to You'd a certain extent. You'd be so ex- surprised. To a certain extent, yeah. She, I can see what she does take in and what she – but I feel like saying why we're not letting you do this is so you don't get addicted long term. I don't think she's going to – Well, you see, the thing is, unfortunately, our generation, Gen Y, millennials, whatever you want to call them, um, they – because we are so driven, we are FOMO, fear of missing out, personalities, we, we are achievers, we want to do lots. We are distracted parents because we're yeah. busy and we are fulfilling a lot of our own dreams and cups. And the reality is parenting is something that is needs to be quite sacrificing and it yeah. needs to, you need to be selfless and kids need to know that you're there. So what's happening with kids that are coming through now is you're getting a lot of um, – ADD personalities, you're getting a lot of um, hmm. you're getting a lot of uh, shutdown personalities, and you're getting a lot of angry personalities. Was that the third type? Angry. S- attachment attachment types, yeah. no secure. Oh, yeah. So the attachment styles is avoiding, yeah, um, anxious, yeah, and secure. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, okay. But there's the, and that's an early theory that was. Developed by a guy in the 50s, 60s. I think his name was Baldwin or some something like that. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> um, so it's a bit dated because yeah. it's expanded a lot since then. And I was going into that just then. Is yeah. that um, anyway? What were you saying before? No, so you're going those the FOMO. We're driven by FOMO parents. Okay. We're driven by so yeah, anger. Th- so for example, I'll, I'll quickly jump into this little parenting thing and then I'll jump out because I know it's on relationships, but it's quite hmm. the way we- was how we build the, our relationships. That's right. The way we form our attachment um, styles within our primary home is reflected in our secondary home and in our intimate relationships very like directly. So, for example, the other day my friend sent me a video of her little girl and she was beyond emotional and she- my friend was like, she looks like she's been possessed, like caution. <laughs> Energy <laughs> and shift, she, DNA upgrade. And she was, you know, um, very like distressed and, uh, you know, banging her head against the wall or just like, um, mm. you know, jumping up and then flopping on her back and then crying and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And I'd seen it before because I was a nanny for yep. eight years on and off. And so um, what I said was it's – when you see behaviours like that in children, it's because 
a few things. The first thing is that they are trying to communicate with you about how they feel in the only way they know how because they don't have the vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be similar to if you went to a country that didn't speak your language and it was it was a foreign language, foreign country, and you Rockingham starved. (laughs) You were starved to the point of survival. You would do anything that you could to communicate how you felt. You would bang your tummy, you would you'd go like this, you'd be like food, you would be able to see it in your face. So that's a child trying to communicate how they feel in the only way that they know how. Secondly she felt like a Dolphin, this kid. <laughs> She's still flipping. Well, going. The, this child, this child was extremely under, like, overtired, mm-hmm. underslept, for want of a better word, <laughs> and had um, mo- like molars coming through. So uh, you know, first irritated, irritated, overtired. Extreme pain that she's never felt before. Doesn't know what's going on. Trying to, to communicate to her mum yeah. that I'm tired. I'm. I don't know why I'm not hungry. I don't understand this pain. Where's it coming from? I can't even tell you. I'm so distressed. And the frustration and of the not being able to communicate part, that to their parents as yeah, well. Yeah, I ex- see that one exactly. Is, and what of- happens is with Gen Y parents quite often, and because we're so busy and strung out ourselves, we we just get either over emotional. We go. Stop! What are you trying to say? And then, and we get stressed, or we go go to sleep, and and we get angry as a means of discipline. But that's not what the child needs. Mm-hmm. And so we are telling them that your authentic emotional response to your pain is not right. Right. Not. It's yeah. not right that it's not appropriate. It's mm. not appropriate for you to be authentically emotional. Now that neuro pathway is built at the age of one, mm. and my friend didn't respond like this at all. She's an incredible mum, but I, that's an example of how, you know, the lack of knowledge in parenting, and you know, there's no no handbook to parenting, so it's very difficult. It's not like turn to page fucking five when your yeah. child looks like she's possessed at the age one. You know, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, you do what you you, you go know to a priest with, and you get the devil taken out of it. But you do what <laughs> you know. It's it's yeah. So it's that, and also the part of our brain that is last to develop is our prefrontal cortex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially in dudes, right? Yeah, because you were numpties. Yeah. No, no, no. I love men. Don't be silly. Um, is the last? Yeah, the la- the final part of your brain to develop is your free prefrontal your- cortex. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Mine's developed before yours. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, and so that means that, and that part of the brain mm. is responsible for emotional regulation, emotional reg- uh, responsibility, and emotional. Um, reactivity and the ability to be able to negotiate when things in your environment come at you as a threat response. You know, like if someone says, "Oh, you're a fat bitch," or "You're um, you're ugly," you, you know, children would go Wah! and react, whereas adults yeah. would just do it, internalize it, and then go see a plastic surgeon. <laughs> no, no, but they would. Do you know what I mean? Because they've got that they've got that yeah. brain development, so they know how to rationalize with that individual when threat comes their way. Yeah. So obviously, that's the last part of the brain. To develop, so it often in teenagers as well. They've not de- they yeah, haven't developed you that them part of the just brain. Just bow and then talk to them later when they calm down. Yeah, yeah. So when so going back to the attachment styles and how they're developed is when parents are not present with their children, when they turn away from their child, when they're having that 
you know, heightened emotional response and when they, you know, discipline or when they're they're just so tired and their child is angry or reactive and you just go stop or I've told you before or what you're wiring in is your authentic emotions and blah, 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 are not appropriate. How you're feeling right now is wrong. That's right. And so they don't actually develop the ability to be able to emotionally regulate and be able to emotionally – will regulate because they don't feel safe in their environment and what creates and develops that part of the brain, the pre-frontal cortex, frontal cortex gotcha. is security and safety with their attachment. Mm. So when you feel – and in their environment, when you feel secure and safe in your environment, you are able to emotionally regulate better. So when a parent is not present and distant, a child will go to their own coping mechanisms and this is what I'm getting at is that they will avoid – So they will shut down, shut off, they'll internalise, they'll start to say to themselves, I can't rely on my my parent, my attachment, so I'm going to turn inward. Mm -hmm. They let me down, all that kind of stuff. So then you develop, that will manifest or play out in an intimate relationship where the individual is, you know, will escape to their phone. Like, you know, hey, babe, how was your date? Yeah, it was fine. Go to their room. Mm. That's because they had that attachment parent that wasn't, present wasn't there the second one is the were you gonna say something yeah well, no 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 keep going and then i'll talk about how i parent scotty in in regards to what you're saying you well yeah because what we i am definitely not a perfect parent like I, there's times where i snap and i go mm. fucking shut up that's because like, you're that's human enough. yeah like um, I, I have bad days as well gotcha yeah and yeah i shouldn't complain because my daughter's Fucking a blessing compared to some kids that I've seen, and um, so I'll never ever complain. But when but she I'm does have <laughs> when she does have her moments, most of the time I'm pretty composed, and I try and talk her through what's going on. And mm-hmm. even if she doesn't understand, the whole talking her through things and like saying, "Oh, okay, so what do you want? Like, look at me. What do you want?" And then like. Uh, we, we have a chat and we talk about things and it calms her down eventually. Mm. It's, for me, I think I thought it was distracting her. but no. Um, no, it's regulating because remember in one of the podcasts I said that you can't operate your emotional brain and your logical brain at the same time. Yeah, well, so but when you talk, it actually sparks up the neurons of logic. When so it calms your emotions down. I think uh, early on when Scotty was maybe six to nine months, I seen a video by a guy named Kerwin Ray. Do you know who Kerwin Ray is? He's very he's a very Gary V esque guy, but he's Australian and he's he's quite um, big on giving advice in that sort of regards. Not only business, but his personal life and stuff. And he's t- he talked about how kids just don't have the ability to when they're screaming and, and yelling and, and crying, yeah, you don't. they can't shut it off. They're, no, that's because that part of the brain's not actually It's not developed, developed yet. No. So yelling and carrying on and doesn't telling work. them, it doesn't work at all. It so just amp it up more. So in, instead, you actually need to comfort them and talk them through it. So I started adopting that technique. Yeah, because it teaches and them it, that they're not safe to be emotional. Correct. And obviously, in, then in adult relationships, that manifests into And, and it makes some them feel distra- unsafe in a situation where they're already scared and confused and, and mm. agitated and... And, and, and therefore, uh, they don't feel safe in saying how they feel. Exactly. So, they're not congruent. So, I've got another they- slogan. We've got reliability, don't be a liability. Mm-hmm. Generation Y, be generation, ask why. And, uh, Good one. And I was yeah. going to say, the way you build um, 
connection and with your partner is curiosity and mm. you know why and or with your child is you know talk to me why are you feeling like this what's mm. going on for you what are you feeling what part of the body are you feeling it in what color is it Unless and so what that teaches them is emotional intelligence and when you have emotional intelligence and you know where it's coming from in your body you are building that part of the brain mm. but the other thing is that so it's the um the the other thing is that in society and in parenting quite often and you see in schools is when a child is, um, you know, hyperactive or angry or um, reactive because they've probably come from an environment where they, you know, that's what they've done to be able to cope with a destructive environment or an unpresent parent is we isolate them or we put them on a desk by themselves or we give them detention and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, in a school setting you have to because you've got heaps of kids. Mm. But what that teaches them and what that's just rubbing salt into their wound of people aren't here for me. And so what they develop is behaviours like ADD, ADHD because that means if I don't pay attention to anything that's going on in my environment, if I can quickly move to another subject, then I'm not as vulnerable and I'm not as hurt. If my environment is a threat to me and I don't focus on it and I don't give it attention, I'm more safe. Fuck, I must always be under threat, eh? <laughs> well, were you as a child? <laughs> no, nah, never. Well, uh, maybe. I mean, Dad was pretty harsh. Yeah. But not really because Dad wasn't home all the time. So, no, nah, I wasn't really always under threat. I just fucking – I just – yeah, I just always like doing lots of things at once. But um, with your thing about detention – I always give the kid detention so I can talk to them, not just ha- have them sit there as a consequence. I'll sit them down. I go, look, man, you're not in trouble. Mm. I'm like, you're getting a consequence for your action, but I always go, why did? You, why were you doing this? Mm. What, what was it about? Talk to me. And I'll just get them to start talking to me. Mm, that's and good. then it actually- mm. So that's curiosity and that's what I say to couples is, and this is going back to the answer of the question that someone said to me was, you know, my partner just shuts down and it's really hard to get through to them. And I said that's most likely because they have, that was their coping mechanism. Mm. And the thing is, in order to have a successful relationship, you have to have the courage to be vulnerable. But, I mean, the Latin meaning of vulnerability is to wound. So, you know, being vulnerable, you're more easily wounded. So what does so she have difficult. to say to him? She has to say, look, I know you would shut down, but it's important for us to be able to talk about this. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Or, or the other way around because I feel like – no, not I feel like. In our relationship, it's the other way around. Steph shuts down and I'm the product. I need to resolve the So Steph the might have a dialogue or a narrative in her head that says, I'm the only person that I can truly rely on. Mm-hmm. So – how do you get that person to open up? Do you have to come see you so, at so, the collective therapy? That's right. <laughs> Ching! Um, is that you would say to your partner in that instance because – so, for example, in my personal life, I'm I'm lucky I'm quite a secure – I'm quite secure in relationships and that's probably why I've had quite a lot. But the other thing is if I was to default to one, it would definitely not be avoidance. It would mm. be more the like poke yeah, and same. get an answer. Um, so – I would say, and I have learned over time, both personally and professionally, when someone shuts down emotionally in a threat response, because remember our brains are wired for war. They are not wired for love. Mm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had war. And the amount of threat responses that we have in all areas of our brain and the we have more threat response chemicals that we produce than love chemicals. I mean, we have dopamine, oxytocin that are our bonding 
um, connection chemicals, the rest are generally threat response. So when someone, sh- going back to when someone shuts down, when they're in a threat response, it's about saying to them that you are there and you are not going to leave them and it's okay to open up and, you know, encourage them to speak up and because what they, the dialogue and the narrative they have in their head is that I am safer to go inward than I am to become outward. Yeah, okay. It's too unsafe to be vulnerable and talk about how I feel. It's much safer to retreat to myself. So what do you actually say that, look, I'm not going anywhere, I'm here, or do you say – Obviously, you never say this to a woman when you calm down. Yeah, right? that, that wouldn't work. You just yeah. say, look, I'm here for you. Um, sometimes we'll talk about I, it later. Sometimes I, I, or get I them when leave they're not the situation threat. when she asks. You said, like, let's just calm down if we're having an argument that's heated. It'll be- Yeah, but then she thinks that you're trying to do it to get one off on her, remember? Well, yeah, yeah <laughs> she definitely does. But no, uh, Well, we- she might think that you're critiquing her because when you say calm down, what you're actually saying is- Your response isn't valid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you're saying that your authentic emotional response in this moment is not appropriate to mm. me. I'm also which is quite aware yeah. of my responses not being correct sometimes as well. And then mm. I sort of – Steph hates it when I am – when I realise we're in an argument mm. and yelling is not the answer because it's, it's not going to work, mm. I calm down and I go back to a neutral tone and I'll be like, all right, let's talk about this. And she you can't do that at that point in time. Hates mate. it. Yeah. She thinks like, "Oh, now you're trying to be the bigger yeah. guy." But look, to be honest with you, in the last uh, five to six months, we've been uh, any type because we, we, I would say our relationship is pretty good um, in regards to how well like, we communicate and, and the things we do. The biggest benefit I've found was about three or four months ago. We had a chat about uh, just how things were going, which we do from time to time, and then. Uh, Steph actually suggested this was that we just give each other a bit of a break. Like we kept on riding each other over like, you know, Steph saying, oh, you said you were going to, yeah, garlic and fucking whatever. And then I'd ride her over a fucking, you know, whatever. Okay. So that And then we just said, let's just take it easy on each other. Understand that we're both helping out in different areas. Don't think that because I'm not helping in this area that, you're not helping in that area. Like there's, mm. it's a, and we're all flawed. Acceptance. And acceptance. Every single one of us is flawed. And I actually did a post on my business Instagram the other day. Oh, the saying, collective therapy. Yes, <laughs> that we are all we are all flawed, and isn't that perfect? Mm. Because if you are searching for p- perfectionism, and I've seen some um, some people in my life, both personally, <laughs> personally and professionally, that seek that, you know perfectionism or they get scared of missing out on what could be better or what could be more out there is they are extremely lonely and unhappy because there is no such thing they are trying they are searching for something that doesn't exist Mm. but I was going to say that behind every nitpick and behind every criticism is a wish Mm -hmm. so instead of criticizing someone and instead of nitpicking oh slamming the door are we Steph (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, instead of <laughs> criticising someone, instead of nitpicking, it's much harder and it takes a lot more courage and a lot more vulnerability. So, you know, exposure to just say what you would like from them. I or- wish you'd fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steph's getting <laughs> very good at that <laughs> and I'm getting very good at that in our relationship yeah. of like saying what we need. It's not perfect. We're definitely not always perfect, but definitely going easy on each other and mm. not like just – getting in each other's grill about 
little things. Yeah, and also and just understanding that. We're, I reckon I must we're both nitpick. Fucked, fucked I nitpick. I nitpick my Facebook all the time because Wish pops up every single <laughs> fucking <laughs> time fucking I scroll wish. through. Eh? Yeah, wish. <laughs> yeah. I have another saying for you before you move on. Go for it. Without a flaw, we can't walk our path. Flaws. Oh, F L O O R. Yeah, but with, without a flaw, that's really good. Cool. Young Cameron, that's that's young good, Cameron three sayings for your head. listeners. Um, Bang. But I was going to ask you, what is that in regards to the, uh, like having a great relationship? A little breakthrough there. I would say that you're both. Oh my gosh, you're both. <laughs> you're both. Um, Tired. I would if I if I could be a fly on the wall in that moment and come buzzing in, um, I would probably have. I would recognise in the environment that you're exhausted or you're tired or you need a break of each other's presence. Now the thing is, within our energy systems, within our psych systems, within our personalities, our personal realities, whatever, we have a yin and a yang energy, mm. and the yang energy is the caveman energy that needs time out time alone, retreat to the man cave, you know, leave me alone, I need my space. Now, that that is not man or woman because mm-hmm. within all of us we have that energy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I would probably be that fly on the wall buzzing in that situation going, you guys need to um, – you know, Stop working from home. Oh, look after and, your and yang for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'd be no, saying. It's, it's, it's and then there's a part of your personality, you know, our systems that is yin and that needs to be emotionally connected and that needs to be nurtured and that needs to be um, communicated and softened and sensual. You know, mm. and if we don't have those both elements within our relationship within Balance. the individual, we're going to suffer. And the relationships that do suffer is when the individuals have a yin-yang out of balance and that produces, you know, one energy might be more domineering and that's the parental energy and one energy might be more submissive and that's where it gets codependent or reliant and very destructive. Mm. We need two adults that have their yin and yang energies balanced, have their priorities list intact and in order in order to be able to show up in the relationship as an adult and the only relationships that have longevity is when it's two adults that nurture a relationship in between them because mm. the relationship is like the third entity. So when I when I have couples in my room, I will say, I'm not on your side and I'm not on your side. I'm here on the relationship side. You've come to me for relationship counselling. And then I'll pick a side after half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, you No, know, you make people you, see. Can you see, can you sometimes see within a relationship counseling session that someone is the clearly boss. wrong yeah <laughs> you are causing a lot of shit right now i don't i don't like without sounding like you can't put you can't put the blame sounding, on someone but right? ego must come into it a lot um yeah and ego is built so what it, so your question was that someone was wrong in the relationship i i never and without sounding like wank wank cliche but this is the truth is i don't see wrong and right i see as more hurt or more troubled or more mm. challenged or had a hard harder attachment as a childhood or have got more things to work through i don't use right and wrong because i don't really believe there's such a thing and yeah, cuz in a different relationship she might be or he might be yeah it because, might be completely reversed because right? you don't believe it. i mean i don't know how you guys think, but do you guys believe in a like a one true love, that one person for you? I don't think, uh, and that's not me saying that Steph's not the 
the one for me. I love Steph. No, she's the one for you right now. Yeah, but like that that doesn't mean yeah. like there's one person for us that we have to be with. You, you, you can well, if Chelsea's theory is right, you can't rely on that one person for everything. You need to get it from different parts of your life. So yeah. I can't and rely on a girl to give me everything I need. I might need you to give me an aspect. Mm. She gives me like maybe 60, 70% of it, but then I get 10% yeah. off my family, 10% yeah, off my mates. They, well, they did a, a study and they looked at the most successful relationships and the most successful relationships came out of um, Instagram. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> Tinder. Yeah. Tinder. Bumble. I've married I've married heaps of people that have met on Tinder and no divorces Seven's yet. Yeah, been. yeah. Yeah. And that's because well, So that's, the most successful relationships were, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll cut you off for the joke. So the, they did a study and they found that the most successful oh, relationships were um Stop cutting her off, Delby. <laughs> are built in tribes because and in communities because you know the women would really they it was community living and and we relied on a village to support our relationship not one person and you know for example this is going on a little bit of a different tangent but when the women would all get their periods at the same time because pheromones and we all kind of um, sync up sync up as you know mammals and so they would all together go into what they called their red tents and they would experience that winter together that winter season that low energy what? that suppressed sense and they would sounds cry. like leaders they would, man you got red they would, tent <laughs> mate, <laughs> let me finish my sentence yeah. they would become they would access that space of creativity they would access that space of manifestation manifestation of what they wanted to do next of intentions of what was coming up for them Mm. because when you have your period it's like your winter season you're quite low in energy and so they'd all come together and frosty to the man but in the (laughs) contemporary in the contemporary relationships mate yeah mate you two are hilarious um we women are just meant to just keep going and be the mother and, yeah. you know, the man doesn't really understand what it's like to but have PMS or your period and feel... Also, we don't have communities anymore. It's yeah, not- in so Australia. Yeah. Like, what, we, we, well, we any technologically driven. each other that they're all around other women, they'll all get their period at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it happens. Have you not heard of this, Brenchy? No. It's called pheromones. Where the fuck are you living, bro? Pheromones are hormones that travel... Pheromones Kingsley? Pheromones. Pheromones are hormones that travel through the air. And that can be. That's like the. Yeah. You know, I thought that was how you fucking get foxes. So yeah. in. Well, you know how you're in the nightclubs and it's like sex wipe and shit. That's supposed to be chemical pheromones to attract women, oh. right? But there's there's a okay, science. Okay, so but when a dog that's is obviously on bullshit. Heat. Never needed it. So yeah. when. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you this this might okay? So for example, in my re- a man who is c- very connected to their woman should be able to sense, smell, taste when their woman is ovulating. I get it. I can do it all the time, bro. I just walk through the club. I'm like... But the issue we're having now is we're on contraception, so we've destroyed the pheromones. What about a woman and a woman relationship? Do they... Yes. Same thing? Yeah, for sure. For sure. When I... But would you would you sync up or yep. does one take a masculine role and one take a, wom- a woman role? Oh, you know. So definitely, I sunk up for sure with yeah. the girl I was. Yeah. So definitely because the 
um, yeah, pheromones, you definitely sync up. And I have <laughs> lots of my friends, you know, I would speak to my lesbian friends and they were like, you know, it's fucked because we've both got our period at the same time. Mm. We're both in the same, you know, seasonal cycle, like PMS at the same time. And it's hectic and it can be quite difficult for, you know, same-sex women relationships and it makes me laugh a bit. Um, but, yes, you know, I definitely recognise certain smells at different times or certain energies and – for sure, and it, and it's great. Do you recognise if and you're getting grumpy or agitated or anything like that in the, in that sense? Do you do, do you recognise that? Like, so if I get very tired, I understand. Fuck, I'm grumpy because you're a man and you're aware yeah, of everything. Yeah, but you're. Do you know <laughs> men get like menopause in you know, and women get menopause. But um, yeah, well, you guys have testosterone cycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, you, it's fifty bucks every mil. But, but I, no, but example, I can sense when I'm like, I I'll say to Steph, I'm fucking. It's rare, but mm. I'll be like, I'm fucking not feeling it right now. I'm mm. grumpy. I'm sorry if I snap. And sometimes yeah. I don't even say I'm sorry if I snap. I just say I'm fucking grumpy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's really important. And, you know, the relationships that I've loved the most is when you are so connected that you know each other's, um, like, where you're at in within your cycle, whether you're male or female. And especially when the man can recognise and go, okay, she's in her winter season now, she needs to shut down. Oh, she's in summer, she's got all this energy or like, you know, PMS is, they say like PMS, like premenstrual tension. But what I say when I'm talking in this realm of, you know, spirituality and, you know, that realm is that it's just because your hormones are at a certain level where your irritations in your life are coming to the surface. So that's great because your body is showing you what you need to address and your body is your compass. So listen the fuck to it. Because is this, is this a question a temple, I, need, I need to I – don't, I don't think this is a question I need to ask, but <laughs> go, go <on>. ahead. <laughs> how does, it, how does it go when I jest that I know – my wife is on her period. You're just showing that you're a committed partner that can smell the pheromones and you appreciate her winter time. When <laughs> when she says, no, get get away or let whatever, it go, you know, like get away go. from me or like fuck off, I'm, I, I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then mm. she mentions, no, nah, I'm on my period and I'll be like, oh, yeah, couldn't tell. Ha, ha. <laughs> How does that go? <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. How does How? that go, Branchy? Yeah. You tell us. How does that go, mate? Look, I say it with a cheeky <laughs> smile. And it's a jest. And Steph's actually usually pretty good, bit of bants with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like in my relationships, I've had the men be like, so why? It must be the red month. Oh, uh, yeah. You're I, in the red. And I'm like, I'm fucking in the red. I know I'm like a bull. You uh, wave a red flag in front of me. I'm coming at you. I'll, I'll never, respect I'll never say all it. times. I'll never go, you're time. on your, I'll never mm. go like, you're on your period. Like, I'm not that asshole. Like, mm. I do sometimes when we have an argument, I'll be like, are you in your period? As a, jo- as a joke. Mm. But I'll never actually say it. But when if mm. she brings it up during an argument or during a time where she's uncomfortable, she's grumpy, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I couldn't tell. Ha, ha. Like, that's the only but time But really you say. couldn't and you're just trying to seem like you did, no? No, but, <laughs> but I, can no, I can tell at times, but there's sometimes mm. when I'm like, oh, didn't know. Just for all the listeners well out there, I respect women at all times. Um, it doesn't matter if it's winter, <laughs> summer, spring, or autumn. No, I, uh, I will never joke about your I bodily understand functions because they, they go through. I guess Steph tries to has tried to explain. They go through cramps. They go through like sometimes they're agitated. You know, it, mm. hormonal. I understand that it's a fucking time that yeah, it must be hard so to fucking and and you know that's balance why your emotions I say too, as well. It is different. It's you know like 
Yes, and that's why I really encourage women to track their cycle and there's apps out there now like just for the listeners, that's called Clue is a great one and another one called Flow and you can actually, you know, for example, if I just like, you know, the other day I was at the beach and I just – for you or for your missus? Just so I can go for, take yeah. a job in Broome for that week. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being in a same-sex relationship with a girl and going through it together? Mm. It's just – it's. I can imagine just being in a relationship. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If you could see your little face. Oh, honey. Oh, um, yeah, but – So, for I any of the listeners out there, Delvey's seeking a lovely lady. 33M – Mate, Seeking. I have tried to set you up with a few. Yeah, I don't like Jim or James, okay? You're pretty fussy. You think? Or do no, I No, just- you have a specific type and I- mm, Female. Wait, you, I, you know what we, I would We should love talk about to- Delby. Let's not. Yeah, let's just <laughs> let's break down Delby. I would love to, but it's quite confronting. It is. But it would be nice to do- um, a live counselling session at some some point, I think. I, I, Wouldn't it be amazing I, if it was like But, hey, I would talk I've, about I've all some my NDAs. relationships. Yeah, I would like to, but I've signed some NDAs. Isn't it like- Non-disclosure agreements where I can't discuss. Bullshit. I can see the smirk on you. I'd no, love to see- You can. You just don't mention names. Or we'll, yeah, well, Delby, just do it for the listeners, for the subscribers. We would- if you could cry you know what? and just break down like a Mori Povich or whatever. The thing is, just like, uh, <laughs> people like to hear the nitty gritty yeah. intense There details. will be a time where it, where it comes out. Well, hey, like. On the potty? Yeah. I, someone told me about. But a, it's all about that respect and trust. If I was to bring it out. Look, everyone has an ex. And I think that. Um, I thought of a joke for that. So I was like. I don't know if it's already been done, but like my mate goes, oh, I've got an X and I've got, and I said, oh, I've got a Y. Why the fuck was I with them? <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, eh? Yeah, it's a good I little singer. I don't know if it's no, old, it's a good, but it's a, it's a good little yeah, singer. I wrote thing. it down. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's good. Not I bad, would, eh? I would Look at that. Yeah, four sayings tonight. <laughs> reliability, liability, <laughs> generation, ask why. Must be the one. I've got, <laughs> it's got to be the one. I don't one. have an X. I've got a Y. Maybe a little bit. There's not much. So just. Do that one. Um, yeah, so you were going to say you've not? got an ex. Everyone's got an ex. Everyone's got an ex. I mean, I, I've been lucky enough Women to have, have two exes. a lot of relationships <laughs> and I um, each and every one of them have been very different, which is also interesting. That was the other question that I was asked. Ooh, go. And, you know, the podcast is very different, like, to the way I counsel, obviously, because I don't go, oh, yeah, oh, I had an ex like well, that. you don't talk like this. <laughs> no way. Well, you don't oh have gosh. two men interrupting everything you say, well, I which just, is like what I'm, Brody Stook says at the start. <laughs> oh. Look at you men finishing my sentences. <laughs> well, we don't do that. Do we? No. I no, we don't. <laughs> no, I would say it as well. What? What are we talking about? Um, Go on, I'm just finishing your sentences. Or something like that. <laughs> Chelsea doesn't think she doesn't get that. She actually thinks we're just being fucking rude. <laughs> so, what were you going to say? Yeah. Um, you can start talking now. Yeah. Oh, you're going to finish. When are you going to. There we you go. Don't need to. You're so hungry to fuck me up. <laughs> There's your sound bite. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you too. You're so hungry to fuck me up. Oh, God. You're yeah. just like, can we piss her off? Let's no, no, it wasn't off. that. It was like you ignored what we said. <laughs> and you then didn't when get we were the doing joke. It, you no, it. I didn't get it because mm. I was thinking about 
Thanks. what I was saying. Squirrel. You know, it's called Focus. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I call it um, dexamphetamines, but. <laughs> no, someone said to me that um, it, oh, there's a podcast out there called Everyone Has an Ex. Sorry. Oh. We don't talk about other podcasts <laughs> <on this channel>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And there. she said I would love Where it. Where is it? Is it Perth based or is it just. Somewhere? I don't know. I, oh. She only told me that today, but oh. because I'm really passionate about relationships, I just am so. It's my number one favorite thing aside mm. from hypnotherapy now but um that's more of a therapy style but dealing with relationships is my favorite there's so many layers and because i love relationships so much i've been in quite a few <laughs> i've yeah. been i love them as well just yeah i don't know what is it when you like being well, a third wheel? I like being around people that are in relationships. Well, I'm really lucky in that. In threesomes, usually. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do. I like hanging out with couples. That was a. Yeah. It, a lot. Well, yeah, that's funny because we. Jake and I have so many people that just love hanging out with us. And I just think that's such a compliment. Like, yeah. I love that. And I've had, you know, with my exes, I've had my friends that have tr- actually traveled with m- my partner and me mm. like got, yeah. come traveling with us and I'm like that is such a compliment that they feel comfortable traveling with mm. a couple for months and months and like she was in the room with us all the time and we were just oh. like three mates <laughs> three mates right. are you sure nah, <laughs> yes, I'm sure and so yeah I thought that it's great it's yeah. a couple of ones well, all, all my mates Paris. all my mates are couples I love hanging out I'm John Coxie yeah H- Higgy and Plats Actually, that was the Lucky last question line. someone asked. We've probably been banging on for ages, though. Yeah. Probably need to shut no, this down. Right. Whenever you're ready. Is that it's what? Right. It's only my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how long have we been going for? Close to two, I think. Okay, well, maybe, maybe one we'll and just a half. Leave it till no, next time. No, it's not too bad. You sure? No, okay. it's okay. Finish, finish <laughs> with the last question. Um, was they said that? I think it was more directed at me, but I'm happy to answer it both personally and professionally but um was that all right the so most that's been <laughs> this episode of that's the last game of <laughs> that <laughs> convo you no, should talk about yours it's good i like how you talk a lot about yours yeah. you should talk about yours delbs which up, one sweetie <laughs> which one when i was 13 and fell in love uh, and it wasn't reciprocated or she told me it was and then denied it no but you would have stories like this is the thing when i say everyone has an ex it doesn't mean that it has to be a long-term relationship it means that we've all got relationship lessons and relationship challenges and relationships yeah, yeah for sure they're relationships. well i've had 7322 oh <laughs> good no really that was but the amount of seconds said i lasted what uh, the question um, was. Yeah. So did, Hang on, wait. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 good. <laughs> the question um, was. I think they said, "What's the most difficult relationship?" Probably yours with us two on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can't wait to hear on next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we can just piss her off just that yeah, little bit more. You're not getting a word in. <laughs> um, yeah, like what's the most difficult combination? What's the destructive signs to look out for? Mm. What should you avoid? Um, and they were asking me personally because I've had quite a few different personalities, which so was interesting. What was the worst, vegans? And it's good when I can crack you. When I when I crack you, it's I know, all right. You love it. Look when I her. crack him, you're like you're a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> when I get you, you're like yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. No. And the worst personality was? Well, the worst combination. Mm. Um, Chicken chow mein. Is not, I'm not talking um, personally, but yeah, I mean, it could apply. Is that when the love is out of balance. So 
you know. Like if someone loves the other person more. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird that, right, that the rela- mm. reason relationships break up is because one person loves the other person too much. Like, how's that? Like, I love you too much and you don't love me back the same amount. So you feel either threatened or you just, you don't want to hurt me. So Mm. I break up because there's too much love from one side. The other side is where they both go, yeah, well. Yeah, that's called parallel. But I. But that's like the game. Hang on, hang on. We just cut her off. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) That's called the parallel relationship where you're not, (laughs) you're like train tracks. You're going in the same direction, but you're not connecting together. Like it's. You know, like, oh, like these like train a, tracks. It's and where that, you just that's feel like, like eh. analogy. Well, that's de facto. You know, like yeah. we're going in the same direction, but we're not connecting. And then there's the combination. Well, I'll, so you said that you know you can either go like this or you can go like that. So, like Are people listening, so that's sh- like apart or together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. She's put her wine between her legs yeah. so she can do the <laughs> <laughs> so she can do the movements with her. I so, forget that. Like this is coming together and crossing, and like that is hands apart and spreading apart, and then there's straight. Down yeah, the so middle. codependence yeah. or parallel, not connecting. But the other one is the lean to when. You know, mm. one person loves the other more, yeah. and that's very difficult. Um, Would you find that's more women to men, or is it? Equal? No, no. I um, is it more women to men? Yeah. No, is it more no. like you know when you get this typical? Oh, he doesn't like you see the guy that doesn't give a fuck about the missus, and she's always like doing everything for him. He's like, do you whatever. mean personally or professionally? Uh just as a general stereotype, or is it always? 50-50. No, I would I doesn't matter. 50, yeah. yeah. I've no, nah, it's 50-50. I would say that Yeah, would, right. Wow. Yeah. Definitely. I I wouldn't say that there's like a, a guy can love a girl denom- too much or the girl can love the nah, guy too much. No, I've seen no. Nah, yeah. I reckon that's Yeah, no, nah, actually I would definitely agree with that. I'd say right. that's 50-50. Cuz um, how many but like, the you most- see it all the time like a your mate like yeah. or head yeah, over yeah, heels. Got, yeah. You, yeah. 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 So but def- I also yeah. think, you know, like in a situation where one person is very anxious for the other person's love because maybe they have attachment issues. Mm. Like, you know, they don't – they want the person to be there for them so bad and give them all the security Mm -hmm. and, you know, assurity and certainty. It can be quite draining and that's where you you say things like, oh, she's so clingy. And I think in that situation it's because, um, you know, that – one person is giving the other person so much love and attention that the person that's getting all the love and the attention doesn't doesn't actually have the space to build the desire and the love for the other person because they're too busy dealing with someone that's clinging on to them. What about know? on the flip side where, like, I know that if a, a girl was like that to me, if I really loved them, if I was into them, I'd actually like that. Do you like, think I know you for would? I, I already know that I that's I, that I did. I quite liked being that person that was able to comfort them. I liked being the person to call, and but what they you would w- say like, "Oh, I'm so needy." I'm, I'm like, "No, I like, like, I love it." She's if like, it's con- if it's constant though, like, it's- I, I quite f- liked it because I was in love with her. You know, it was like, yes, yeah. but give that a few, give that a year, yeah. consistently. That, but yeah, but give give it a con- okay if it's. If it's reciprocated, I don't want to say too much because I yeah, know the yeah. situation you're talking about. But what I'm what I'm going down the road of is that if it's a very committed, stable, living together relationship where one is just extremely clinging All to the, the time, other, yeah. constantly messaging, "Where are you? What are you doing?" Yeah, no, I wasn't. Can, like that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's draining, and more. Not only is it draining for the other person, they feel this in, immense responsibility to take to, to take care of that person, and not only 
that is that the desire for that person is flattened. Like I've been in relationships where it's not until I've left the relationship that I've gone, wow, I really love them because mm. I've I've had that opportunity to actually build that and question that. Whereas when I was in the relationship, I was too busy trying to accommodate the level of love that I was being received. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have that element of desire and Esther Perel explains that really well is that, you know, you were saying that earlier that, you know, love is actually counterproductive to desire. They are mm. conflicting elements in a relationship and we've got a lot of them, you know, like we want our partner to be our best friend but we want them to be our sexy lover. We want them to be, you know, we want to have – Un, you know it to be unpredictable and exciting but we also want stability and security yeah. and there's so many you know parallel conflicting <laughs> elements that we want in a relationship that it can just be a lot two people with borderline personalities will be perfect for each other because <laughs> you could have all you could have stability and then unpredictability depending on your day i guess the, the lack of judgment in any relationship has to be such a a big, uh, just such a good quality. That's it? the acceptance part. The that acceptance part, trust. yeah. Mm, and the what I say to all my couples, and I, I think that counselling with couples should be a preventative thing, and that's the best thing about Christianity. I think it's Christianity is that you have that pre-marriage counselling. It's a requirement within the church and a lot of yeah. churches, and I yeah. think it's fantastic. I actually think we all should do it. It's a, it should be a preventative, just like the vitamins that you afterwards. take every day. Mm. Maybe Steph maybe will come and see you or something like yeah, that. Just for, for just, sure. Just and it's to not, chat. Like, it's I not, think it'd be good. It's so good. It's and not it's taboo not either, intense. Right? It's not intense. Quite often in my couple's sessions, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to teach you a theory today and mm. it can be applied to your relationship, just like the five different love languages. Yeah. Or, you know, there's so many different theory frameworks out there that couples go, cool, we're going to give that a crack and see what comes up. It doesn't have to be... People think that counselling is like, There's a you problem know, intense, that you have to fix. but it's not. It's school for love. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's not a bad saying. You've come up with your own. Mm. That's school a for love. Line. It's school right at the fucking love. end. Can we that's copy and paste that to the that's, beginning? That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the Chelsea Morgan, that's uh, her new podcast. Yeah, school, school for, for love. love. Hey, that's a good podcast <laughs> name. Yeah, school for I think love. you just got it. Yeah. It took to her. You can pay us I love every love. week to come yeah. and <laughs> record here. Well, as know. a marriage celebrant, I'm required to give couples a pamphlet that tells them relationship services that are available. Are you a celebrant, Delby? Yeah, mate, mate. How do you get in contact with you to do celebrancy? DanielDelby.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, DanielDelby.com, correct. Did four weddings on the weekend. I'm fucking epic. But, uh, yeah, give him my brochure plans. Yeah, well, give, me, give me your brochure. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got some. Yeah, but you're um, required to. And I say, look, I legally have to do this. But that was because it was more... It's the marriage act is from 1961, so a lot of the times it's yeah, like it's dated. you know uh, what's it going to be like living together? They're already mm. living together. Who pays? Like what happens mm. with the will? It's stuff they've already sorted out. Mm. So which is so frustrating because you know the the quality of our life is based on the relationships that we have. Yeah, and why is it so uneducated? Why are we not confronting this? You know, if someone is isolated. They die of a broken heart. Oxytocin and dopamine are chemicals that need to be developed within the brain so that we can survive. And when I say relationships, I don't mean intimate relationships. I mean relationships in general. You have to be able to connect to other people. So why the fuck are we not teaching how to connect with people in schools? Because it means sod all. Because a stranger danger. To algebra. Mm. Sorry, but it... 
you know, like there should be a subject in Wait, schools on life. Algebra always gets the worst rap. Everyone goes because of algebra and it's like one of the most important subjects <laughs> ever, but yeah, it's I the go-to slogging boy. The, but I know exactly the, what you mean. One of the dumbest and I'll – this isn't saying That's anything about my for. my fellow uh, tradies that I used to work with. Uh, one of the dumbest trades you can get into is sheet metal, but you still have to use trigonometry and algebra yeah. and all that, like to create domes. Yeah, make a relationship with your steel, is. you know? Round a square around fucking metal yeah. folding and stuff. So, so you remember how you were it's, like, it's, it's too long? We've got into more, probably the juiciest bit in the last 15 mm. minutes of the party. It's juice. I would love to know if people get to this point in the podcast. No, they definitely do. do. I, no, nah, so retention rate's pretty good. Yeah. Bloody When you're here, initiative. all you have to do is flick a message to Chelsea and say, we listened. Yeah, mm. do it. Yeah. I would love that. At the collective therapy. I've had some clients through these podcasts and we have done some That's incredible so good progress. It's yeah. so good to hear. It's wicked, eh? Can you tell me right now? <laughs> who they are? Can you break <laughs> confidentiality? And tell and everyone they've, they've at home what their problems are. <laughs> <laughs> they've been all different subjects, which is interesting. And um, we've moved very fast. And I think it's because people know um, my delivery and, yeah. the, you know, the way I work. Yeah. And so they come in and they're like, right. Well, how I often do you meet or you go to a do- uh, therapy anywhere? It could be a masseuse. It could be mm. your dude you sent me to. It could be anyone. And you don't know until you walk through that door what the person's going to be. Mm. This is almost an introduction where you go, oh, yeah, I'm used to it, Chelsea and how mm. she talks. I feel comfortable. Yeah, because usually I say, right, have you been to counselling before? I'm just going to let you know about my style. I swear a lot. I'm down to earth. I'm pretty black and white. This is my celebrants feel. <laughs> That's exactly what yeah, I say. and you have to you, – you've got to build that rapport. But when people come in to work and they say, oh, I heard you on the podcast, I'm like – my literally – Sick. I'm like – Fuck yeah, we can get straight into it, you know. And I'm like, right, and Maybe. they they have they have progressed. Like it's incredible. Like two of them ha- in one session have yeah. just transformed their lives. And I'm like, that's one, you know, one hour. I'm gonna and do one then for, so, for something, and then and we can mm. talk about what I've done because I'm open. So mm. I've got a podcast. I don't give a fuck. Well, I, get I, actually, I just spoke cl- half clear about it, our fucking clear it with your miso first. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, I, I won't do relationships. Maybe I'll do like hypnotherapy or something mm. like that, and we'll just for anything, mm. and we'll I'll be open about whatever. I'm pretty open about mm. everything. So. How good would it be if we could change our threat if our DNA upgraded yeah. to do the threat chemicals into dopamine and oxytocin? Man, maybe that's what's going to happen because that's a whole love. I'm not and you can. really science. So when I'm threatened, <laughs> yeah, turn into oxytocin and dopamine so instead you, of yeah, and I'll that bash you. That it's more like I'll hug you, bro. Yeah, and <laughs> okay, without like. You know, wanking. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. I would say in in my relationships, when I get an emotional response and it's very confronting and threatening, I sometimes in like real intense anger, I will like laugh because I'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> mate, you're gone psycho right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is not effective, and I do not recommend. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the worst when you laugh at them when you're angry. They fucking laugh at oh, me. Like, it's not funny. There was one relationship where I, like, I just. I don't know what it was and I had to say, I don't know why I'm laughing and I'm really sorry, but this is my response and I, you know, but, um, and I actually don't know where it's coming from. Anyway, but um, I will look at them in that space and I'll be like, I'm so sorry you feel like this. Like, how can I help you? What's going on? You know, and even if it's like, fuck you, where the fuck have you been? Fuck you, bitch. I'll be like, whoa, are you okay? Like, why is this happening? And they look at me and they're like, 
because I want that response back, right? And that's what they yeah, used you to you cannot back. you cannot no, diffuse the situation by adding more fire to the fire. Because uh, except when you fight fire with fire like the firefighters do. Oh, fire fire. <laughs> yeah, because I I know through experience and also you know obviously my studies of course is that when someone is emotionally driven or reactive it's because they feel insecure yeah and so i just go to that space and that space doesn't create cortisol it creates dopamine and oxytocin and so if someone is even like you know try breaking me down and saying all these names to me and treating me like shit i'll be like wow they must feel really crap right now they that's must helped very me with, my, yeah, 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 with yeah. i do that with my dad when he amps up yeah love you dad. I, I go Many to, months. i go my face. Dad, well, I always say calm down when she does it. Don't fucking tell me to relax. Do if voice. I say relax, Do don't you fucking tell me to relax, son. <laughs> I am relaxed. I just like to get loud. <laughs> but I, he I, was great. If he's going psycho, I'll just go, Dad, talk to me. Yeah. Talk. You don't have to you don't have to yell. Just talk. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. And then no, he, but saying, then he comes hang on, down. but saying you don't have to yell is a criticism to their emotional response. And yeah. I'm not trying to Yeah, but he'll be- go, I'm not yelling. I just like to get loud. And that's and the then truth. he then Because he drops I always it. say to people, what's the problem with anger? It's just a loud noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Why do we have such a problem with anger? It is a let them be fucking angry. What do you want them to do? Suppress it and then where does it go? It, they take it to the streets or they'll literally either get constipated or yeah. diarrhea. Or they like get a knife and yeah, I've gotten it has quite to good come at, out. Let not, it come out. I've gotten quite good at. Um, I don't get angry. I, I don't suppress it. I just don't get angry. <laughs> oh, look at me, because I'm a Buddhist. I do. I, <laughs> I definitely. There are moments where, because if you do know the 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 the, the teachings of Buddhism, there <laughs> this is, is why your missus gets pissed off. You think you're better than me? You think you're better? No. Um, uh, there is moments where I do get angry. There's moments where I lash out, but I'll use just. Uh, as an, an example that everyone could um, sort of resonate with, mm. you know, road rage. Road I rage. never get road rage, man. Okay, so I used to be a big one. If someone was a dumb cunt on the road and fucking cut you off or just, just a shit driver, I would get really angry. And I don't know what, what at one point happened. I feel like I just started having understanding for... I've, the, I've, I've done all this When you stupid. fuck up Yeah, yeah. Done, you do it yourself I never get mad Because I always think Man I've fucked up before Yeah I've done that before So if someone does something I just I'm someone, like oh that's a mistake So we're driving on the freeway The other day The perfect example Driving on the freeway The other day Someone literally Nearly just fucking blo- uh, Must have been uh, In the blind spot And just nearly Fucking hit us And Steph was like Fucking honk him I was like No it's alright They waved They, can, yeah. they, they mm. realised They made a mistake But uh, the old me mm. My old Brain old sheet metal like, algebra trigonometry fella can't fucking bang yeah, bang because road rage is a um a behavior that is expressed because of suppression suppression of frustration yeah, but surely things. it's because you feel I've safe in your car where you can be angry like no, a they, well, all just, show no go well, like yeah fuck you bap bap because they feel safe in that little car oh yeah. they're not going to come and actually get me yes but also it's they're getting their frustration out that they couldn't get out on their wife this morning mm. yeah 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 because there's definite and so do you know what the to only do t- and I know how you were saying it wouldn't it be cool in a threat response to produce oxytocin I will literally be like <laughs> Wake up, dickhead! Yeah. Or I'll, I'll know they're coming up, yeah, you yeah. know, as, and to give me the finger. So I'll put the window down. And I'll be like, 
have a lovely day. Uh, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm that cheap. Yeah, yeah but then they'll be like, you and they, But, you know, I, I remember I had, you know, this guy was on the edge, you know, the corner of the road once and he was like putting his finger up to everyone and I just yeah. went, hi, and they just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it's... It, blo- it just stops think, that. Yep. I think that the one thing that I constantly say to couples, and this is giving away all my secrets, but still come <laughs> and see me, is that... Instead of being reactive, be curious. If that's the only thing that you change in your relationships is don't react to their reaction. Yeah. Because it, that is ineffective. Think about why would someone I love behave like that? They must have a certain element of suffering. And if you really truly love someone, you will have the space and the energy and the, I don't know, the compassion to go curious and it's much more vulnerable and it's much more difficult. It's so much easier to become defensive, Mm. you know, criticise and reactive. But we need in relationships to go to a place of vulnerability and compassion and be curious. So everyone go see Charles unless you're a cat because (laughs) you will be killed. (laughs) Because curiosity killed the cat. Oh, yeah, I didn't had take to spell that, that one, one out for Jess. <laughs> yeah. She gave me the stank eye. She did that. <laughs> oh, I think that wraps it up. Eh? School yeah. of yeah. love and don't be afraid to be curious. And the liability. Buy curious for all my ladies out there. What was the liability? Mm-hmm. Reliability. Don't be a liability. Yeah. Generation ask why, not generation why. You need flaws to walk your path. And well done. Uh, what was your my memory fourth one? This is what's so high. good about Delby's memory is Fucking insane. As you say that, insane. I forgot my fourth saying. Oh, okay. But and it's so it funny because cortisol, which is the like stress hormone, is what breaks down the memory, like the in the like amygdala. But your fucking memory and your stress is so high. I'm like, what the shit? I'm not I'm never stressed. Well, you're excited. Yeah, but that's different. I'm never. I'm but very it's the rarely same stressed. Hormone. I had one stress moment <laughs> on Saturday, just gone. Even then, I wasn't stressed because I knew you're stimulated, which yeah. means you produce a lot of adrenaline, and adrenaline produces it breaks down. Anyway, we'll but get when, to that when on I catch myself podcast, doing that. I, I I cut it off. I go, oh, you're getting. You can feel the adrenaline because mm. it blocks your thoughts. Mm. I literally just go, hang on, calm down, like because. I always look ahead to future me going, why was past me freaking the fuck out? So I left, this was fucked, man. I left a couple's, so I had a couple called Robin M on Saturday at the zoo and I married them. I had a couple. But you can't do that, can you? This yeah, is no yeah I married them to a um, gorilla, uh, it's bestiality. No, Rob, yeah, I can <laughs> yeah, tell people fine. who I married. It's you not, yeah. we don't have a confidential um, relationship. Oh, okay. I'm not a counselor, I'm a celebrant. That. So I married two couple, not releasing a couple. It's important that I say, it's them. important I say their name because I got Robin M and then I did um, Seva and Sabine. Yep, yep. And then my next couple was Robin Carly. And they lived in Baldivis. So I got all my staff after um, the zoo. I went and, and got all my equipment and I had their ceremony printed off and I'd finished with Robin M ceremony. So I left that at home. And I brought Robin Carly ceremony with me. Luckily I messaged them, I said, I'm gonna be there about half an hour early. They were like, oh, just grab a coffee and we'll wait. As I pulled it out, I've grabbed Robin M's ceremony. Robin Carly's is at home, fucking on the table. I had a rough copy. I was going to have to write it all out. This is where I'm stressing. I'm, fuck, yeah. fuck, 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 what do I do? I'm looking, like, you know, when you're flicking frantically, I'm looking through my books, it's yeah. not there. Yeah. And I messaged Marsh and Johnny, who were supposed to be at a Bushdorf, and you know what happens at a Bushdorf. Oh, Bushdorf. But thank fuck they didn't go. So Marsh broke into my laptop. Yeah. And I'm talking through it going, what can we do? He goes, Marsh was the one that goes, here, just chill. 
He took a photo, but he only took a photo of one page, but he goes, what else could I do? I go, all right, this is where my key is. Get the key, go into my office, break into my laptop. This is my code. Open up my Word document, find Robin Carley. He emailed it to his friend who lived in Waikiki. <laughs> I'm in Baldivis at this point. Yeah. His mate printed it off for me. I drove to Waikiki, got it. Awesome. Drove to Baldivis, realized it wasn't at their house. It was at their mum's house in Port Kennedy. So I drove from there to there. Ended up being awesome. But the point that my adrenaline stopped was when I was flicking all the way back at the start, I went, hang on, this isn't going to be beneficial. I'm going to calm myself down yeah, so I can think 100%. clearly. But that was, 100%. That, was an ep- that was one of the only times I've been stressed yeah. in like the last yeah but you caught yourself caught myself that's like watching your thoughts it's um mm. that's, i was gonna say you're very that was being very aware yeah and that's also a part of you've got to be very aware in your relationships you can't put your head in the sand you can't be you you know can't turn away you always have to choose to turn toward you know yeah mm. okay well, um you know, Cut those off, for God's sake. Pull that brings plug. to the end another oh. episode <laughs> of Round of three. Fix That, that Relationship. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat the garlic real quick, do not give your spoon and a lick. You're not a get out of the peanut butter. Uh, if people could see how I dance. Um, have you got anything to plug uh, coming up? I guess you got your uh, collective... The Collective Therapy mm. at the Collective Therapy on Instagram. Yep. I'm definitely going to come. Let's do some hypnotherapy. Um, let's me let's stop me eating chocolate. Mm, I want to stop eating chocolate. Mm. Eating, eating that's something I can when you're fat. Get yeah, well, I'm actually <laughs> drinking <laughs> beer as well. Drinking. Like, I was trying to get you thing. to stop, but drinking's a thing. Mm. So yeah, it's very. Effective. I'd like to cut down. I wouldn't like to stop. I like drinking. It's a bit mm. of fun. Mm. Yeah, so at the just, Collective Therapy? Yeah, so the thecollectivetherapy.com or on Instagram it's at the Collective Therapy. It's all the Collective Therapy. But um, Are you doing any expos or anything? No, but I'm doing a workshop mm. um, yeah. on the habit of food and weight loss, which is the last oh. one. She's in. Um, <laughs> podcast. And, yeah, so a workshop and it's just kind of like primitive mind food education stuff. It's you know, in reference to last How do people podcast. register? Yeah. Um, how do people register? Well, yeah. tune in on my socials and um, website and I will launch it on there. And oh, you're going to do register. it? Yeah, it's going to be ah. online ah, and okay. so I'm going to film it COVID live. COVID safe? And mm. Yeah. And yeah. you'll hear it on no, no, her no, podcast, The School of Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to record it and put it on there? Yeah. Ah. So you can attend in Denmark or I'm going to do a recorded version which people can pay for. I think Branchy just heard an excuse to go down south with his missus. Yeah. That sounded and wrong, also, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, and also I'm um, designing an online, um, you know, like modules and workshops and webinars and sick. lives and all that because lots of people like to learn from the comfort of their own home and hmm. go for it. Sick. Do you happen to be in town for the 11th? Of December, it's our wrap-up party for Hard Yarns. Mm, don't think so. That's coming up soon. That's like next in two Friday. Weeks. Like in t- yes. Yeah, next Friday night. That's the season finale. It's all right. Um, I don't know if I can make it that night because I'm probably picking up an ironing board from Armadale for a. I'm in Denmark <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, you're the best. Cool, Delby. You got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, this Wednesday I'm emceeing. You're covering my quiz. Yes, I'm emceeing at the Laugh Resort Thursday. I've just jumped on the gong and unscripted at Comedy Lounge. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
Uh, Friday, we're going to Jim Reapers to watch the premiere. Yes. Saturday night, um, all my horses racing again on Saturday, Can't guys. wait to just win more money. Yep. It sucks so, winning money, doesn't uh, it? talk. she's going out to 1,400 metres, which what is What is that, like four from run. five wins, huh? Yeah. Yep. And one like a, a proper race. Yep. Like a, weekend. a good yep. race. Yeah, yeah, easily as well. So it she- looked so strong. For all the <laughs> listeners, it oh, she's good. Mate, <laughs> this it's a fucking good horse. Yeah. Because when it was it was like sitting third. Yeah, in, well that in was a pocket, plan the whole way was and it just there was is undoubtable. Like yeah. you've seen it happening, you're like, oh, it's gonna win by lengths here. Yeah. It's just Yeah, Charlton Eddie was a good horse. You want to earn day. money, fucking bet on Chan Talk. Yeah, uh, allegedly. But yeah, so <laughs> this Saturday it's looking like race three she's gonna be in at the moment. She's got she there are a lot of good horses in it, but Okay. Um, so that odds would be higher. The odds may be a bit higher, yeah. Mm. Um so there's that and then um Saturday, Sunday, Sunday singles. Uh, if you're over 40, they've got it over 40 starting at 3 or 3.30. I haven't been asked to film it this week. He but might have his other mate that does it. Yeah, no, yeah, I might. Uh, uh, yeah, otherwise, the other the under 30s is at 6 and the over – sorry, the under 40s is at 6. Over 40s, they're doing it 3 slash 3.30. I'm on a boat party, so I don't know if I'm hosting it yet. Cool. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of that. And by the time I've got something else on next week, I'll, we'll have another potty. Very nice. Um, I'm hosting Delby's podcast. The people are going to get what they want. Uh, not Delby's podcast, his quiz. They've been telling Delby they need more Branchy, so he's on <laughs> tomorrow. Um, I will – what else have I got? I've got – I'm doing Gong on the 17th. When's that? It's like three weeks away, Yeah. so don't worry about that. And then um, – if you want to come say hi, I'll, I'm usually at the lounge every weekend, one of the nights. So say good day. I love meeting a fan. <laughs> um, oh, we got merch coming, guys. Oh, merch. That is yeah. true. If anyone's still listening, we do have merch. We'll plug it at the start. Yeah, merch. Um, anything else? No. Nah. Sick. Chelsea's doing separation on her phone, uh, the attachment style. So yeah, you're let's not, go. You're not, what have you been doing? You're just, t- just texting on your I'm phone. I'm actually, because I've got this marketplace addiction. <laughs> oh, you do. Tell me about it. And I'm only I've here for another day. fucking 80 things. Find you somewhere close not. to Chua Hill. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, yeah, we do have uh, hopefully one or two more episodes left uh, for the season. Yeah. Um, and then early in uh, late in the year, we'll stop for a couple of weeks, probably, unless a certain someone wants to come on. Yep. Um, and then uh, French World is going to be epic. We're going to have a big start next year with some big guests coming on. So we're actually pretty excited. But eleventh, we're probably going to live stream that one. So fucking stay tuned. Uh, not probably. We are going to live stream that one, and then uh, yeah, get it out. So yeah, thank you for joining. Uh, get on the socials, like, subscribe, and. Um, do we have a slogan? Are you just turned it into Super Mario. All right, we're done. Bye. All right, Okay, bye. Look at these men I'll take the I'm a crow. You shall not pass. You shall not pass. He never did the W, but everybody else has done the W. Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Yes. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in right now. Yes. Five Yard Podcast.